Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew, and we are throwing down with what we like to refer to as a thirsty Thursday, man. Good times here in the basement. Got some extra fun replacement crew this fine evening, because Mark, somehow, I think he over-Vegased, and he just couldn't hang. I don't know what happened to that guy, but much like the Giants this year, looks like he has disappeared. Oh, well. Womp, womp. You know what? As a matter of fact, Mark, you get the initial fail horn of the night. <laughs> now, it is November. It, it, you know what? That's a true story. So we went from, look, we went from Wake Me Up When September Ends. Certainly a, a D-stat dedication out of the gate. We did. You get a little green day. We know he's looking forward to the Lakers season. College basketball. <laughs> I guess as a Mets fan, he's well. We have a couple Mets fans here on the sports room. To be fair, looking forward to the hot stove and that new that fun new GM they got with the Mets. <laughs> Good luck with that, by the way. But Mark, what happened, man? You went straight from wake me up when September ends, and you're freaking falling asleep. Over got through Vegas, October, man. made it to Vegas. Got back, and November lamed. Unbelievable. Rest up, buddy. Rest up. We'll catch you next week, sir. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get off my lawn! That's more like it. <laughs> That's more like it. Oh, man. Anyway, you hear him chuckling, man. So let's go ahead and get old Twitter Terminator up in this piece, man. Let's see. I was trying to think of a different song to give you, but you know, a little naughty by nature always works, man. That's good stuff. It's good stuff. All right, dude. Absolutely. Number one, I can't believe. Uh, look, we got the tale of, of of two nights, man. How on earth did the Raiders give the Colts that kind of game, and then they sucked that gigantic bag of ass on Thursday night football and got completely housed by the 49ers in a. <laughs> And I hate to say no-name quarterback, but nobody knew who the hell that dude was. And they just got shellacked by that guy. I mean, Twitter didn't even have him checkmarked either. So, I mean. But that's incredible. That is absolutely incredible, man. It's crazy. First start, and he, what, almost 303 touchdowns, right? Dude. I mean. Uh, I'd have to pull the stats to tell you for sure, but I did see something. I saw something flowing through the uh, old Twitter feed that he had like the highest quarterback rating of like a rookie getting out and throwing I think it was under 20 pat it was some some weird combination of statistics and analytics and all that stuff that drives some people crazy but look long and the short of it the dude had a hell of a game to come out of nowhere right and do that yeah. kudos to him man kudos to him he, pre- he prepared you study you stay prepared like you're going to play each week and when your time when your number's called and your time's ready I mean he knocked it out of the park. Nick Mullins, baby. Now, hey, whoa, let, whoa, 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 whoa! Quor- put the brakes on. Quarterback, contra- quarterback controversy. I know it. It was it's the, Oakland, baby. It, it's it, Oakland. It was the Raiders, buddy. It was the Raiders. <laughs> let's let's slow your roll just a little bit. You know, just bring those expectations down just a little. But I mean, bit. how crazy is that to see? Because the, the Raiders Colts game was kind of bananas. Yeah. You know, kind of bananas, and and then I just don't know how you lay that that much of an egg to the next game up. Well, okay, to, to be fair, all these all these players are dying to go play for the Raiders, according to John. Yeah, Green. yeah. Well, that's pretty fitting on Halloween. Maybe that woman that got engaged to the ghost 
maybe the ghost is you know the dead ghost oh, you, you know, that that ghost her that's the one is that he already died trying to play for the raiders he's trying to make a, hey don't call don't call it a comeback don't call it a comeback man hey hey john hey chucky it's all right man you know what? You know how they have that your team sucks like every year. That, I don't. I don't remember what site does it, and they're like, your team sucks. Two thousand blah 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 edition. Like, did they even have to write one for the Raiders this year? I mean, hasn't I it just played its played Sean itself Green. out? Oh, the freaking fail buckets, dude. I'm almost empathetic. I'm almost em- almost almost. That's a lot of hubris there, man. And we talked about blowing it up, and we've said, you know, if you're going to blow a team up, blow it up and just get on with it. And God bless, they are sure as hell doing that. But they, that was full BSC out of the gates, man. Kudos to Mullins. You know, I, I don't know what else you really take out of that game other than the Raiders are freaking terrible. And I, I guarantee you a whole bunch of knuckleheads gambled on taking the Raiders' defense, but they took it in the chin on that one. They <laughs> <laughs> took it all right. Yeah, they, they took it. <laughs> anyway, that's all right. Oh, man, I was kidding around, but uh, no Mark tonight. We almost didn't have Randy. We thought we lost Randy, man. Maybe he was still suffering from that 190 octane, and maybe he over Vegas too, but uh, somehow we pulled through, and he showed up. Well, actually, to be fair, we thought maybe you went streaking after the 49ers laid the lumber. (laughs) (laughs) That, That or maybe you were, you know, either A, you had to go rub one out in celebratory fashion, or... (laughs) Or B, maybe you were like, yep, maybe it was like Limp Biscuit, time for some nookie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we weren't 100% sure. So, but it, it's good to see that you, uh, you know, got some got some pep in your step and showed up, man. I mean, it's, uh, it was tempting to uh, go streaking after that, but I realized, like, wait, we're playing the Raiders. So. Yeah, it's it the Raiders. Gut check. So, yeah, it was Gut just check. one of those things. What can I? Well, what can I say? Um, but yeah, it looks like a Mullins' record that they're saying is because uh, of the one fifty one point nine rating he had, mm-hmm. which is uh, tops for a quarterback in their first start. Yeah, it, it, I mean, kudos to him for that. That's a big accomplishment. To be fair, that's a, that's a really big accomplishment because I, I mean, who knew much of anything about that dude? You know, the only, the only thing I knew about him is that he went to Brett Favre. He went, you know, went to Southern Miss like Brett Favre, and that. Uh, basically, I guess those two had been, you know, through his entire career in college, and even mm-hmm. when he up to the day he got drafted. Well, actually, no, he was undrafted free agent. Excuse me. Um, he's always been in contact with them here and there. So that's really about <laughs> it. All I really know about the guy. <laughs> I, I like this line, man. Uh, one forty nine player on the Raiders. Quote: They quit early. End quote. Yeah. <laughs> no duh. <laughs> Thank, thanks for that, man. Uh, a side note, kudos, kudos to George Kittles, man. That guy. Roll it. That, that one-handed catch, wow. Oh, that was ridiculous. <laughs> so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Look, oh, one and, last and, thing for Mullins. Uh, leave the porn stars to Jimmy G. Just a pro tip. <laughs> just, a, just a tip. Just a tip. Just a tip. Just a I was going to say, he don't make enough for a porn star. So <laughs> he, he might get no porn uh, well, they might be like, well, if he can score that much on the field. No, I'm just a uh, yeah. <laughs> cheap one there. Anyway. no. Uh, and, Marshawn and, Lynch just commented on the game. He said he was just there so he didn't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> I like Marshawn, man. I hope this is not the way he goes out. But, oh, I know. You know, it's it's too bad. 
But uh, anywho, that's you know those are the breaks. But no, uh, Randy, enjoy the win, man. And who knew you'd have a quarterback controversy? Come on, that's pretty fantastic. <laughs> I definitely did not see that coming. No, 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 you didn't. That's all right. Look, man, we had to go replacements this week, so we lost Mark, and we thought we lost Randy, and we inherited some randos, right? So number one, Lindy's actually with us tonight which is a, a rare treat, a rare treat. And uh, Whitfield's uh, you know, chiming in. So we, we get double duty, and we'll see how this goes over the course of the evening. But we're certainly planning a good time. Let me scroll to where I need to. First and foremost, as he is enjoying, certainly the Red Sox. Locking <laughs> down the World Series, dude. Is there a more appropriate <laughs> intro song for Lindy tonight than this one? <laughs> How you doing tonight, sir? Not too bad. Not too bad. Did you have a fun few days? I would imagine. I would imagine. Now, uh, forgive me if I missed the photos. Uh, was that you throwing the beer at the trophy? <laughs> was that you? <laughs> no. So uh, I was. I was posted up at the end of the parade, and uh, we were, you know, not keeping up with Twitter or anything. We we're wondering why are they going by so fast. <laughs> Because, you know, and not not to brag, but there have been a few parades in Boston. A few. A few. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, you know, they're usually slower than that. But at that point, they were like zooming by us. And we're like, what the hell's going on? So we get home later and we find out, you know, Alex Cora got hit with a beer. Yeah. Uh, Mookie Betts got hit with a beer. And someone broke the trophy with a beer. Yeah, the video that's pretty wild, by the way. Yeah. When it gets hit by the beer can and people are like grabbing it. They're like looking at the trophy like, oh, shit. <laughs> and, they, and they pull it back down, man. That's good aim. I, Apparently, it's me. already been fixed, though. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I, yeah. Tiffany, uh, that they probably had a pretty good insurance policy on it. It's already fixed. I, I would imagine. Uh, yeah. They, they, they imagine. bought the extended care. Yeah, the extended care, man. <laughs> Welcome to Circuit City, where service is state of the art, man. Would you like that? Uh, or best? Well, I guess Best Buy. Who the hell remembers Circuit City unless you're, I guess, around Richmond? But uh, yeah. Best Buy, yeah. You know, they love to sell you those extended service plans. Oh, and if you buy a used car and you get 5 million pieces of mail and calls and emails about buying an extended, extended warranty. warranty, yeah. Hey, thanks, jack wagons. Anyway, <sighs> like just out of curiosity, man, the parade, other than them zipping by you kind of at the end, that had to be a pretty lively experience. Yeah, it was uh, intense, pretty loud. It was fun. Good. They uh they they do it well. Um, so not just the players, uh, the families get to go. Um, like the broadcast crew, so like the radio guys, the Nesson guys, uh, the front office people, and since it was Halloween, you know, some of them were all dressed up in costumes and they're you know doing the kids stuff, throwing out candy and stuff like that. Uh, all the goods. Yeah, and then there's you know some of the people in the crowd. I was actually. And I don't know if it made it on the end of the footage. Uh, I was next to a guy dressed like Waldo. <laughs> and Jackie Bradley Jr. chucked him a uh, nip of McGillicuddy's. And he caught it and slammed it. And he's like, when JBJ throws you a nip, you drink a nip. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, 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 was, it was a lively day. And uh, apparently they only arrested six people. But uh, I, I think they were being pretty lenient. They could have arrested at least six on my train home. I have no doubt. A side note, leave... What was the over-under? <laughs> I have no idea at this point with Boston Dude. parades and, uh, on Halloween. Yeah, that so, would have been tough to set. 
Side note, can you please share, can you please let the fans know that they don't have to eat? Leave the horse crap eating stuff to Philly fan, would you? Would you? I hadn't seen that one. I I missed out on that. Well, just for you. (laughs) There you go. With audio. <laughs> he for real picked that up. I don't know how much they they said they were going to pay this guy. $38. But that's what it. yeah, he got 38 bucks. <laughs> I don't think that's a very fair trade. No. I don't I don't mind catching a beer that's thrown to me and crushing it. You know, that's kind of fun. Well, at, at least don't let it hit the trophy, guys. But yeah. picking up horse poop? Nah, I I can't roll with that, man. I, I can't I can't no, can't do it. Can't, can't do it. He no. was probably on my train on the way home. <laughs> tomorrow, I think it'd been like maybe fifty eight or sixty eight dollars. Mark might have done a, it. <laughs> I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can I'll write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. So you think is that why Mark's not here? Did he lose a bet to probably. eat some horse poop? Oh, maybe. Oh, well, now maybe. we know. Truth comes out. Damn. Mm. How about that? For 38 bucks, man. 38 bucks. Ugh. You know what? You heard Whitfield talking, so we might as well bring him in here too. And we'll we'll do the we'll we'll take some double duty, man. You know, Whitfield loves some Neil Diamond. So, I guess in honor of the Red Sox and Lindy being here and just for funsies with Whitfield, we'll totally bust out some sweet Caroline, man. Why not? This isn't the no, special Kroger Todd edition. <laughs> this is actually Neil Diamond. Oh, my man. God. Yeah. No, that was fun, though. All right, man. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. How you doing tonight? Yeah, pretty good. You got your Packers hat on. You ready to talk some crap to Lindy about this forthcoming Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Pats, Packers game? Yes, sir. Hmm. So that's the end of your smack. You're like, yes, I'm ready to talk crap. Silence. Talking so, about ready so, to talk crap. Y'all going down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That that was deep. So, so did you make a call to the GM to trade Ty Montgomery this week? Yes. <laughs> yes. That dude screwed us. <laughs> oh, he did. He did. He re- yeah, he, did. he screwed. He did. Yes. Correct. He did. I mean, you give Aaron. Ty Montgomery. You like discipline. You son of a bitch. You're going to catch him in the end zone. You stop it. Stop it. You stop in the end zone. Stop it. You idiot. You take a knee. <laughs> you take a knee. What What happened to that guy? You should not drink and bake. You dummy. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, what Matt really wants to say is this. Hey, Ty Montgomery. Fuck you, asshole. There you go. <laughs> I, think, I think the Arnold soundboard summed it up about as effectively as possible, but... It is kind of it is kind of funny that they shipped it, they shipped his uh, derriere out of there, man. Oh uh, yeah, for a seventh round in two thousand and twenty. Bag of they nuts. They should have gone ahead and said two thousand twenty-two. Yeah, while yeah. You had it. That that that's the proverbial bag of peanuts. Oh, I know. Way, way to go there. Uh, side note: as the Redskins, uh, granted, you know I like the uh, Redskins and the Packers, but the Redskins fan of me says, "Oh my God, is there any more appropriate, you know, name to be in D.C. than Clinton Dix?" Christ right. Almighty! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Thank you, thank you for You're that. Welcome. You know, the sports gods do apparently have a sense of humor. Um, although, you know, I'm still surprised that they moved him. 
but I guess I don't know what that really means for the season. But the Redskins needed another safety, so I think it's a reasonable gamble. I don't know what the Redskins' upside is this year. Really, they might be able to win the division, but um, Alex Smith. He's got to play better if they're going to make any noise at all in the postseason. He's got to. But the defense is is good. It's not great, and I think that's the story of the team this year: is that they're good, they're not great. And I don't know how they. I don't know how or if or I don't know that they can make a transition uh, beyond that. But at least they'll. You know, I like the move. I'd like it more if they can resign him. And clearly, their plan to have their defense fully staffed by Alabama players is in full effect because they yes. seem to be determined to try to get as many Bama players as they can. So, kind of interesting. Anyway, all right, give me your Ty Montgomery rant. Well, I mean, I was so – I mean, you were playing with the kids and everything, and I was just sitting there watching. I'm like, okay, we got two minutes left. Aaron's pretty much got a two-minute warning, which is technically a timeout in one. And they, he was able to throw in that secondary pretty much at will the whole whole game. Third, third down, he wasn't that good. But first and second down, when he was throwing it, it mm-hmm. was getting out. So, I mean, you had to like the chances. Now, from what I read, Ty Montgomery was kind of like pissed off that he got pulled out on um, the uh, series before. And they told him when he went in for the return, don't come out. Don't come out. So he knew going in there he wasn't supposed to come out. And he was technically, they said, about two yards in, which... He was well in the end zone. He was not... You know what I mean? It's one thing if you catch it and you're right at... Although, quite honestly, get the hell out of the damn... If it's going into the end zone, just get the hell out of the way of the damn thing. Just move. Move. And then put you at the 25. Like I said, I I liked our chances. Look. That was a very evenly matched game for the most part. It was back and forth. it It was better than I expected. Okay, it was better than I expected. That goes down. That's like a Kirk Cousins as a Redskin level brain fart. You know what I mean? Like that's just stupid. That's either ignorant or it's stupid. And I, I'd like to think that Ty, that you know he's a better player than that. Um, but in that particular moment, he he made a decision. He tried to go hero ball instead of uh, that was not a team oriented approach. Um, it wasn't smart. It, it, I mean, it, you know, you can start checking the boxes for a laundry list of fail bucket items, and that's like he hit all of them. That, he made a bad decision. He came out. He cost him time, and he fumbled the damn thing. You know, it it would have been less egregious if he hadn't turned it over. Although he would have cost them, to me, in all likelihood, at least cost them time and a two minute warning. So it, it, it is just it, in that moment with what they needed to be down two, and that was a much better game than I than. Than I thought it was going to be going in, and you have to give Green Bay some credit for that. Obviously, Devontae Adams had a good game. They they did some nice things. Ty Gurley was obviously phenomenal in a lot of capacities. It's just it's such a shame to see him play like that and to play the Rams that tough. And I, somebody mentioned that was the first time Rodgers had been back at the LA Coliseum since he was at Cal in two thousand four. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's yep. just it's really unfortunate. <laughs> When you have a game that goes that way and they have a, a legitimate shot to really take care of that and you have something stupid. But, you know, it's one of the great reminders in football that when you play up and you have a good game, one bad decision can do you in. And we don't know that Aaron Rodgers would have let him down and they would have gotten a field goal. We don't know that. But what Ty Montgomery did is he screwed his team out of the opportunity because with 205 left, to be down two. Take it in the damn end zone. 
You know what I mean? Take it, get him out, don't burn any clock, get it out there, see what Rodgers can do. The likelihood that Ty Montgomery is going to burn the whole special teams things and crank that bad boy back the entire way is, is pretty much zero. It was a terrible decision. And, and look, we can rant about Mike McCarthy all you want. I'm fine if he if they if they part ways so long as they don't replace that guy with Hugh Jackson or something really stupid. But you know, it, it's just such a shame that that went that way. Stupid. That was just stupid. You know, the complete opposite of stupid, like game situation, stupid with what Ty Montgomery did. The complete opposite of that is what Todd Gurley did. Oh yeah, he had the classic F fantasy football and F Vegas. He gets the, <laughs> you know, yeah, he, much. he gets the yep. first down, and then he just stops before getting an end zone, and, and you know, lets and good for him, good for him though. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. And I know. I, by, know by the way, yeah, when uh, Montgomery came over to the sideline, Aaron Rodgers came over and said, "How do you <laughs> f that up?" <laughs> That's not probably all he said. Oh, I doubt it. Ty Montgomery's he all trying nine. to go like. <laughs> bad decision, bro. It's a bad decision, bro. How do you f that up? That's funny. Unbelievable. Although, I mean, look at that point with what with what he had been doing, and uh, there you go, How Shannon. Do you fuck that up. There you go. How do you fuck that up? Much. <laughs> I mean, I think at that point, the writing's on the wall and you got to get him out. I mean, it's not that, yeah. you know, and it's just a shame because I think the guy had some degree of upside. and He hadn't been, you know, certainly hadn't been, you know, overutilized this year by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, I'd like to believe he's a better player than that. But given the way that this year is going, you, you can't you can't have that kind of rift in the locker room. You know what I mean? No. And if you're going to break the trust of, in this case, a veteran quarterback, an older veteran quarterback, which Rodgers is, is at this point, if you're going to break that trust with him, not your head coach, your team, and your quarterback, you got to go. And so they got him the hell out of there. They don't have time for that crap. He put himself before the team, and it cost them. I'm not saying they would have won that game, but that made sure that they didn't. Here's the thing. Do you want the hands in number 12? Yes. I would rather win or lose with number 12 yeah. than anyone else. Ride or die, I, baby. Ride or die. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Lindy knows that fully well. He'd rather li- ride or die with Brady. I mean, of that's course. just. Number 12, baby. Number yeah. 12. Yeah. So, Same for me. Luck. Number 12. I would rather ride or yeah. die with him. Yeah. I, I just a terrible decision. Terrible decision. And, uh, you know, uh, that that's one of the great things. And coming up to the, obviously, the Packers and the Patriots, that's like the quintessential matchup. And we can talk about the talent of the players or, or the system or this or that, but the kind of mistakes that doomed the Packers in that game are the kind of mistakes that you would uh, certainly not expect out of a Belichick coach team. And if there's that, to me, that's one of those things that has to serve as a knock against McCarthy, whether it's fair or not, he's not the one that ran that thing out. Right. But now if he situational football, yeah, it's situational football and that's disastrous. A team like the Packers, you can't give those moments away in a game. And for all the, you know, you can hate on Belichick all you damn want, but you know, is there anybody in the league that's better at situational football than, than Belichick and the Patriots? No, I I don't think so. No, (laughs) I bet he, I bet he smiled when Gurley went down. Yeah. 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 Belichick's like, he can be on my fantasy team anytime. 
<laughs> Anytime, but that's just that's just bananas. That's bananas. Uh, I I do hope the Packers Patriots is a good game. Uh, that could be pretty lively, but uh, I don't know. And hopefully the Packers don't brain fart opportunities away because uh, you're just not going to be able to do that. Um, that Lin- game should be a shootout. You agree, Lindy? Yeah, yeah, it should be. Um, I don't know what our running back situation is. That's kind of up in the air with Sony Michelle. Um, I know Gronk's a little banged up. Edelman's back at practice, so I. But some of that could be the typical Belichick injury report gamesmanship. Yeah, I'm not going to waste <laughs> a whole bunch of time worrying about that. Yeah, but I, I just. I hope it's a good game. I hope it's a good game, and Absolutely. I would I would like to see the quarterbacks really kind of, you know, fe- you know, kind of be featured in that. I, and I think going into that's what most football fans, particularly the casual ones, but I think what you'd like to see is those guys live up to the billing and live up to the kind of the you know the status that we generally elevate both of them to. Um, mm. Now it, it, maybe it turns into a, some random defensive blowout or you know uh, deal, well, but I kind of doubt that. The last time the Packers and Patriots played, wasn't that the Matt Flynn game where he got the huge contract? So because there are some, you know, that's funny. Rogers style, he, you know, he's he's kind of out there and yep. he gets himself hurt on occasion. So we did have the Matt Flynn game, but uh, they've only played each other once in uh, November 2014. Packers, uh, Rodgers, and Brady have only faced off one time wow. because of the quirks of NFL scheduling and at least that one game that uh, Aaron Rodgers was out. And uh looks like the Packers 26-21. Yep. They won that game. That was a, that was a Lambo. Rodgers was 20, yeah. yeah, Rodgers was 24-38 for 368 and two touchdowns. Brady was 22-35, 245 and two touchdowns. Yep. So outside of some, you know, Meeting in the Super Bowl scenario, I would this this is going to be the last time we're going to say. I can't imagine Brady still playing in twenty twenty two. Never know though. Uh, <laughs> you never he, know. He, he says, but no, I, I don't yeah. care how many avocados. No. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> nah, he's going to want some time with his kiddos, the, man. The he's... oldest the oldest quarterback that I remember is uh, like playing. I'm not saying he was good, but I just remember him playing with. Uh, I think it was Steve, Steve DeBerg. Deberg. Steve DeBerg. Wasn't yeah, he like 44? Fo- yeah, wasn't he 44, 45 at some point playing so, for the Chiefs? Yeah. Uh, Vinny Test. Yeah, okay. I'm thinking Vinny Testaverde, but yeah, I think DeBerg got him by a couple years. Testaverde yeah. definitely played a long time. He, yeah, he was definitely up there. Um, you know, you know who could totally probably really play a long time as long as he he just stays the spot duty is Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> I could see like the, the annual Fitz Magic tour just continues. He just pops up from time to time. You know that would kind of be a hoot with his gigantic monstrous beard. I think his wife hates the beard though. But, you do know, but if there was an offensive line that could truly protect him, Brett Favre would probably still be playing. Uh, I I think that's probably a no, because um, you just can't recover. He would have been able to play a little bit longer. Because his arm hadn't failed him, and his arm uh, still hadn't failed him. No, I, if if you're playing flag football, Favre could probably still come in and rocket that damn thing all over the place. But oh, yeah. at some point, you just can't take the hits, or you don't recover as well, and you got to be kept clean. And look, the only way Brett Favre was going to retire and actually stay retired was to have his ass whooped and beaten, and that's what and ended the up. Did that. And the Saints, yeah, they did. you know, I mean, I I still I find it amazing how egregious 
that game was when it came to just tattooing Favre all over the place. Um, and then you think about how stuff got called at the beginning of this season. You know what I'm saying? That that because look, Shannon, I love you, bro. Um, <laughs> if Favre was healthy, the Vikings would have absolutely mopped the fucking floor with the Colts that year. Oh yeah, that that team was yeah. on that, AP in his prime. That team, Favre. yeah, that team was ridiculous. And it took it took the the refs letting the Saints completely maul Favre and AP putting the fumbling the ball, which he didn't really do. But uh, you know, look, it's revisionist history. But he was never the same. He probably he really shouldn't have come back the next year. The team wasn't the same either. But mm-hmm. I think I think his last game, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but I could swear was it Soldier Field or were they in Minnesota after the roof had collapsed and somebody somebody crushed it was the Bears. It was the Bears. And he yeah. got he got leveled onto like the completely the legit frozen field. And I think that's that was the end of him. Yeah. He he was never the same. And that's the thing, man. You just at some point Well his you, ankle was never the same after no. that Saints game. Uh uh-uh. uh. Do you remember seeing that after the game, how busted up his, it was? His whole leg looked like it was black. Oh wow. <laughs> no, it just yep. it, it, it was who ugly. the hell the coach is this week of the Browns. That idiot. Yeah, Greg Williams. Greg yeah. Williams, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, look, man, don't forget, like, a whole bunch of teams have asked him to be their head coach, and they've sent him offers they didn't have to interview. He chose to right. be He chose to be in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> chose to be there. Good for you, bro. Oh, no, no, no. He didn't choose it. It chose him. Yeah, there, there it is. That's a great, <laughs> that's a great way to look at it. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I just hope it's a good game. I, I do. I, I think that sets the table very nicely, and that's a marquee matchup of quarterbacks. And look, you know, however you feel about Rodgers or his personality or Brady and the Patriots, you know, keep in mind that what you're, what you're seeing, in effect, however the game plays, plays out, are two of the best guys of this era and two of the best guys that you're, you're really ever going to see. And it, I think it's important to enjoy that because, you know, we don't know how much longer Brady's got. At some point, his body will betray him. And yep. I don't, I don't think he's there yet. But what happens when you're that age is that you fall off a cliff really, really quickly. Oh, and, you mean our age? Yeah, yes. <laughs> well, we're also look. Uh, if, yep. if if it was the beer Olympics, I'd still be competing. You know what I'm saying? Like that, I could totally handle. But high level athletics, man. Like I tweaked my ankle, putting my damn trash can away the other day. Exactly. Are you kidding? I'm like, what the hell? Exactly. Seriously? God, that's probably what happened to Mark, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's over there trying to get some cereal, man. He, he torqued his back too much or something. Ah, uh, Vegas be, one on the should Octanes. be a good game though. Should be a good game Sunday night. <laughs> it should. I I hope it is. I hope it lives up to it. Uh, I, I so obviously I I would uh, take great satisfaction if uh, if Green Bay won that, but uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pin my hopes for the weekend on that one. I'll just leave that at that. So. Mm-hmm. It's in Foxborough, and you know if current history holds, the Red Sox will be there to uh, run the trophies out on the field. The fans will be properly—I uh, believe we call it lubricated up here. Yes, lube. They'll be properly <laughs> properly, properly lubed. lubricated. Yeah. So the uh, it, it won't be a friendly environment for the Packers no. on Sunday night. Well, maybe they'll be lobbing beers out, and they'll you know plonk somebody. Uh, luckily, Gillette's got a plastic cup policy, so it, it won't be nearly as dangerous as the, the World Series parade was. <laughs> well, it's better than being in Buffalo Stadium. You get a dildo thrown at you. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> yeah. Dildos, yes. Did you see they hit the over on that? The over-under was one and a half. They ended up with three. I was going to say, weren't they, didn't they Didn't they hat-trick that thing? 
Oh yes, sir. God. But two two went for touchdowns. The other one didn't get in the nice. end zone. Nice. <laughs> uh, by the way, how would you like to be the guy? And here's the headline, by the way, on Deadspin. Love this. Bills fan faces stiff punishment after cops <laughs> pegged him as the dildo thrower. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's almost unfair. This is, this is a pretty easy article to write, right? Yeah. Police were pretty hard on Florida man Michael Abdallah, 34, who was arrested for throwing a dildo on the field during the Patriots-Bills game on Monday. The cops reportedly used security footage, blah, 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 blah. Then they squeezed him for $250 in cash or $1,000 in bonds to release him from jail. Let's scroll down to here. As Abdullah had already spent one night in jail, they really shouldn't jerk him around anymore. And luckily, you know, I mean, come on. Hopefully he does get an attorney because all that trouble for one flung dildo would just be a dong shame. Nice. Thanks, guys. Uh, there's some intern having a great time typing that yeah, up. Oh, right. Yeah. So a couple of great tweets. Uh, one of them was, there are as many dildos on the field as the Buffalo Bills have touchdown passes on the season. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and then there was another one that said, how did they sneak that in? Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I would imagine either you got to strap it to your front like it's you, and you're just, you know, you're delighted to see security, or or yeah. you, or you gotta or you gotta <laughs> shove it, you gotta shove it up some, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, NFL's got that clear bag policy at yeah. all the stadiums. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, not like a pat down. <laughs> <laughs> Cough, please. <laughs> wow. You sure are excited about this uh, pat down, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just right. Happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, just, just happy to be, just happy to be here. <laughs> you know what? They'd probably be like, TSA is patting him down. Uh, sir, sir, can you please go rub one out? <laughs> <laughs> sir, sir, excuse me. <laughs> sir. <laughs> Can you go take care of that, please? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Only in Buffalo, man. Just don't land on that on the table. That, that'd be a bad decision. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. Anyway, that's so dumb. Randy, we... Just make sure you shake it off, you know? <laughs> Oh. There you go. <laughs> we were doing so good. Too. We were. Sh- Shannon, Shannon always ruins this. There's yes. just, there's no way around it. Have to keep the streak alive, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I don't Thanks. even know where you're sitting at. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, McGuffin. <laughs> Appreciate Sorry, that. that Kawhi thing cracks me up. I know. I still love that laugh. It's fantastic. All right, I'll tell you what. Let's flip back to baseball for a minute because um, Lord knows we could sit here and meander about football topics and just burn up an hour with no problem. But uh, I did want to go ahead and uh, tighten up a couple of things with uh, the World Series. And, you know, it, it's kind of one of the things that's interesting to me, and we talked about this a little bit the other week, is this – and you see it in a lot of sports, obviously, is this push for analytics. And, you know – it's not that I'm against analytics because I'm not, but I think you have to keep it in proper context. And so one of the things I actually really enjoy is when teams kind of, you know, 
are a little bit over analytical and they get their asses handed to them by like a little bit of grit, a little bit of heart. You know what I'm saying? Because I kind of yeah. like that because there's a certain purity and a certain essence to that, which I derive some satisfaction from. And it's certainly not that I go, oh, man, I think the Dodgers are a bad team or, yeah, it, that, that's not what it is, right? But I, it, there's a part of me that derives a certain degree of satisfaction and going, you know, <laughs> I enjoyed the fact that you can't explain everything that they did with analytics. You know what I mean? There's yep. more, the, the, it, it's, it's the moment. And it's one of the things that, it, and I'm not a Red Sox fan. You know what I mean? I'm not. I grew, I grew up with the Yankees. That's what I grew up with with my big brother. But <laughs> that's just that's the deal, dude. Um, but I don't, you know, and, and I don't make any bones about it. The strikes killed my love for baseball. So I don't, I don't, I like the kind of the end of the season and I really enjoy the playoffs. But out, outside of that, I don't really have a lot of love for baseball. And the strikes just killed it. I loved baseball as a kid and strike, 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 strike. It did it in for me. Yeah. Um, so I enjoy it, but I don't have any attachment to anybody anymore. That's just done for me. So, um, but I do enjoy a good story. I do enjoy a good moment and i certainly do enjoy a good team. And, uh, that's where I derive the satisfaction. It's less about the flag or the cloth or the uni. And it's more about the moment, the year, the story, you know what I mean? And that's what I like at this point. That's what I get the most satisfaction out of. And, um, to me, this was one of the more satisfying stories, really, for the season, particularly in the context of kind of not despising analytics. I respect it, but there's a point you go too far with it. You know what I'm saying? And so I like the fact that a team that hustled like that, uh, particularly given, what was it, Manny Machado talking about how he's, you know, the one going to run that hard or whatever. I mean, get the hell out of here. <laughs> that crap. Um, F-O-H. Yeah, F-O-H, dude. Uh, but I, I, you know, I mean, I think if you love baseball or if you certainly if you love the Red Sox, but if you love baseball and you enjoy some grit and some hustle and some heart and, and some chutzpah or whatever, you know what I mean? I, I, I think the Red Sox lived up to a lot of that for a couple of different, well, for a lot of different reasons. So Lindy, I mean, you're a Red Sox fan, obviously you derive a great deal of satisfaction from what they did. So I guess really from your perspective, uh, what do you think really set the stage for how the series played out? And you know what I mean? Like, because the, I mean, the Dodgers are a good team, but the Red Sox handled the Yankees, handled the Astros, handled the Dodgers. You know, I mean, and to be fair, you can almost say they just hammered everybody. Yeah. I mean, and they, I, I think a lot of it, it's, it's all Alec Cora. I mean, that, that dude came in, he changed the entire culture of the team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he told these guys he believed in them and you know that they came out there every day and and they put it on the line for their manager and and, and he believed in them and they they you know they performed i mean you got guys you got nathan navaldi who pitched what you know the the analytics guys would call a quality start he mm-hmm. pitched what was it seven innings and less than two earned runs or one earned run and extra innings in that 18 inning bananas game. And he half an hour after that game was over, he was at the manager's door saying, Hey, I'm good for another inning or two tomorrow. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> and, and the story was Cora looked at him. And he said, your agent would kill me. <laughs> Cause apparently Evaldi's a uh, free agent at the end of the year. So yeah. he's like, yeah, your agent would kill me. But I mean, these guys, you know, 
they they, they put it all on the line and they they realize you know it, it's uh, Roberts he, he managed the the World Series by a spreadsheet mm-hmm. and, and they kept harping on it on Fox that his analytics said that you know the third time through the batting order the starting pitcher had to go because that's when the batting average jumped up and the ERA jumped up and Rich Hill in that game was dealing he sat like 12 in a row down and he struck out the first guy to start the seventh inning and Roberts yanked him yeah and what happened next your your four inning lead your four nothing lead is a nine six loss how did this how did and, the, how did the analytics yeah. not say hey man maybe you shouldn't stick Ryan Matson in there oh where where are the analytics on that? The hilarious thing is, you know, he's got a, a sneaky bad stat. His ERA is zero, but he set the World Series record for all seven inherited runners scoring. Ugh. That's the most inherited runners scoring on a single pitcher in a World Series. He That's he was a, brutal. Yeah, and it we were at uh, my wife and I were at Game One, and the crowd jumped on him, him and Kershaw in the mm-hmm. cold. Oh, they were having a blast. And and at game one, uh, right after game one, the pitching coach, uh, Honeycutt, Mm -hmm. for the Dodgers, was complaining to MLB about how close the bullpens are at Fenway Park. And the fans are very mean. And it was a brutal environment. That stadium was built and it was opened the day after the Titanic sank. MLB's not changing Fenway Park for you. Nope. Honeycutt pitched, and he's been a pitching coach. He's been in MLB for forty years his damn self. He knows yeah. what Fenway is, and he knows when it's forty degrees in October and it's World Series Game One. Your pretty boy California pitcher is gonna catch some heat from the Boston fans who've been out on the bars on Lansdowne Street getting lit since like three o'clock in the afternoon. I don't know what he was expecting that night, but he, yeah. He got what he got, and yeah, that performance that Kershaw, his legacy changed, or or, or maybe it was cemented, as some people would say. His his playoff performance is not his his regular season. He's dominant mm-hmm. from April to September, but he he always seems to have problems in October, and he didn't change that narrative this year. Yeah, I, that that's a tough one, and. I'll let some other people like rage face debate on that one. I, I just, I think there's more to the story and uh, you know, um, yeah. like I, I can't hang this on Kershaw. You know what I mean? No, I, I, I mean, I, there I, were other issues, but that, that game one start didn't really change no. anybody's perception of, no, him. I mean, there were other issues further along in the series, but you know, as, as the ace, as the game one starter on proper rest, you, you got to come out and do See, better than what he hung in Fenway. To me, when I when I think back to the series, I think it's a spreadsheet miscalculation, <laughs> yeah, uh, by far. And, and I I kind of felt like they shafted Hill, um, and I you know I I don't know how much of a difference it would have made in the long run. I mean I you know I think you know we joked around about kind of pulling for the Brewers because that was kind of cool and fun, haha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but all, all that aside. You know, as the Red Sox are steamrolling people, I just you know by the time by the time they got to L.A., man, it just felt like the series was was done. And I mean, kudos to the Dodgers for finding some way somehow to you know win a game. God bless. What did they, what did that say? Like you you were up and I was up. I don't know who else was still up. And I think I wrote something on your wall like that during that eighteen inning monstrosity. I said something like, 
Mark and Randy have had time to fly to Vegas, land in Vegas, get checked into their hotel, have 190 octane, and go out for a lap dance. And this game is still on. <laughs> Now, here, here you go. Here you go. I have ridiculous. a stat for you. Yeah. I have a stat for you from that game, and it, it kind of speaks to an issue that a lot of people have had with baseball in the playoffs this year. The 1939 World Series lasted seven hours and five minutes. Like the whole the series. Yankees, yeah, the Yankees swept the Reds yeah. in four games, and <laughs> game three was longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- th- it's incredible. Yeah. And and God bless. Can they, ha- can they, ha- can they have a daytime game on the weekend? Can they can they set the schedule to have a daytime game in a weekend? I would, I would love a four o'clock Saturday start. I mean, That'd be awesome. Can you do it just once? Or I mean, kick the NFL because you know Fox would never do that. But well, kick no. the NFL off the four o'clock start on Sunday. Yeah, that, that that's a, that's a tougher one. But I mean, to do like a late afternoon. Yeah. Um, and I, I would imagine they can set the schedule. I mean, they could find a way to set the schedule for that to be conducive. Every game was, you know, I mean, it's tough, dude. And I'm yep. a night owl. Okay, I'm a night owl. So I'm usually up till one. Well, a lot of times I go to sleep at one or one thirty or two. Uh, and I'll sleep four hours or five hours and, and then I'm up and at them. But, I mean, bro, that's tough, man. Because you, you knock out a lot of your audience. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's advantageous for West Coasters, I suppose. But let's be honest. In Northeast Corridor. Come on, y'all. Yep. That's that's where it's at. Let's be fair. Um yep. <laughs> it just you know just cold it's cold sports reality man uh east coast bias it's a real thing and there's a there's a there's a reason it's done um mm-hmm. but i mean you know can you squeeze in at least one daytime game yeah just one come on get yeah the, get it, the kids it out let the kids I enjoy mean, it too three a three thirty ending is just come on that was rough and then back at them the next day back at them the next day yeah yep yeah. Eight o'clock the next night. They played a damn double header, dude. That was ridiculous. Yep. Triple header, man. <laughs> Triple header. Just about. <laughs> but I, I just, you know, when I, when I think back to the series, uh, you know, again, I, I, to me, it felt like the Red Sox were going to square this up. It was just a matter of was it going to be at home or was it were they going to knock it out in, in, you know, in L.A. And, you know, I'm glad the Dodgers at least won one game. Um, but I, I, I do believe you guys touched on that last we, week. We I did. think you all called the gentleman sweep. Yeah, um, no. it it felt like it. It just felt like that was going to happen. And one thing yeah. I, I will say, and and I found it so amazing. Um, and you would have seen more of this than I did, but it, the propensity the Red Sox had to be able to score runs with two outs was completely obscene. It was a record, apparently. Uh, I mean, it had to be. I mean, it was, it's yeah. just, you know, I mean, you couldn't kill those guys. You just couldn't kill that team off. And that's, I mean, that's a real big testament to, you know, being able to dig down and, you know, dig deep, dig down. I mean, it's a sports thing, right? You know, and sometimes you got some mojo, you got some moxie at your year, whatever, man. You got some things that go your way, but, I mean, you got to hustle for it, too. But to, to be able to continue to, to just do that over and over and over again is incredible because you have a, you know, whether it's the Dodgers or, or anybody else that they were playing, to, to, to get two outs, you're like, okay, man, we can lock this inning down. And then poof, they, it's like, that, you know, they, they break your heart and then they break your spirit and then they, then they break you. That's, that's, a, that's tough. That has to get in your head. That has to get in your head. And then they, the flip side of that is they have to be compl- very confident that even if, they have, even if they got two outs, they can still find a way to produce. You know what I mean? 
That, that's yeah. a that's a real big thing, and I I think you had you know again I said earlier setting this up, man. One of the things I enjoyed about them this year as a relatively neutral baseball person is. You know, I didn't feel like that. There's analytics to death with the Red Sox, and I like that. I'm glad for that. You know, again, I think analytics have a place. They do, and I think they mean more in the regular season because you have that gigantic period of time. But in the mm-hmm. playoffs, once it's really condensed and you got back to back to back to back stuff going on, I think you, you got to understand your gut. You got to understand the you know the 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 sentiment, the emotion, and the moment with your team. And I thought the Red Sox embraced and dealt with that on a much better level than the Dodgers did. You know, and if you're an analytics yeah. guy, yeah, good for you, but I, I just I think they missed out. I'm not saying, you know, maybe if they had eased up on a little bit of that and left Rich Hill in longer, that would have made a huge difference. I think the Red Sox were, were clearly better than everybody that they played, and it, it showed. But I don't think I, you know, to me, I think that they, the analytics with the Dodgers, I, I think they cost themselves some opportunity by, what did you say, managing with a spreadsheet? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think they cost themselves by, by, you know, not being able to understand the moment a little bit more, and that's an opinion. Again, I think the Red Sox were clearly the better team, but I, I, I just think they, too much analytics. I think it cost them. Yeah. Uh, so interesting today, uh, Alex Cora did his exit interview for the year with like the local radio station before he goes off and you know enjoys his off season but uh last year uh, he was the bench coach for the astros Mm -hmm. and uh i guess you know they started using a starting pitcher for relief in like the eighth ninth inning and in the astros series last year you know that helped them win the world series and that was just an accident of the schedule right because you know they, they were worn out they were beat and, you know, they, they had a guy who was fresh, so they, they threw him in in the eighth inning. You know, they threw, was it McCullough and another guy, their the number one starter, Morton, I think, one of those guys. But, yeah, they, they threw them in, in in eighth, ninth inning situations last year, and they rode that all the way to the World Series, and it wasn't planned. Mm-hmm. But this time around, when Cora was the manager today, or he confirmed everybody it was planned. You know, he, he learned from it last year, so when... Rick Porcello came in in Game Three against the Yankees. That was that was scripted. They mm-hmm. they knew what they were doing, and they they called it the Rover. They had a a starting pitcher that you know whatever his side day was that he would do his bullpen stuff. He would come in and throw an inning, inning of relief if he was needed, and mm-hmm. that that's the strategy they used through the playoffs, and they rode it all the way to a title. Yeah. Which I mean, historically, I, I mean, I don't know. You guys follow baseball that much, but the GM Dave Dombrowski, mm-hmm. he's historically known for not being able to put together a solid bullpen. And you know, as the playoffs started, it the, the the whispers came up again when they lost that game to the Yankees. It came up, and they went to the rover strategy and locked it down and got another ring out of it. He's he's been smiling for a couple of days up here. Let me, let me see if I can find this one real quick. Hold on. Adapt and overcome. I have yep. this one. Here you go. 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 I love. I love this. I, I don't know if I would imagine, Linda. You. I'm sure you've heard it, but I don't know if everybody else has. But uh, here's a uh, one of my favorite favorite like sound sound bites from the uh, parade of champions. Here you go. Hold on. Think about it. The New York Yankees. <laughs> yeah, the sky was falling. You know, we lost game two, and he was panicking here. Everybody was like, whoa, it's over. 
We score 16 at Yankee Stadium. Suck on it. <laughs> <laughs> Suck on it. Yep. I think we have a new... Uh, that's that's pretty <laughs> fantastic. Soundbite. I think we have a yeah. new soundbite, dude. I love that. <laughs> Suck on it. Yeah. Although I'm sure that I'm sure that chant will get uh lobbed back at him, you know, by some Yankees fans. Although they may not be able to use New York, New York anymore. But... No, we we t- stole that song and murdered it. Yeah. It's uh, dead. <laughs> strong possibility. Oh, Aaron stole Judge's fault. He he stood outside the locker room with his boombox or whatever and tried to troll the Red Sox with it and they threw it right back at him. <laughs> That's hilarious. Gotta love it. Oh, they also played California Love. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. Sorry, and that's cold. The Red Sox World Series. Pe- I like this one from CBS Sports. He's stealing my shit now. Yeah, look. This is, CBS Sports was like the Red Sox World Series petty playlist. New York, New York, and California Love. That's funny. Nice. You got some professional troll drive on that one. Oh, that's a hoot, man. Uh, the other thing that I thought was kind of funny, getting back to Alex Cora... Because he did get hit. He did get hit. Yeah. And he said, um, I know the kid didn't mean to hurt anybody. Uh, obviously, it's dangerous, but it is what it is. I guess he apologized, and I don't know where he's at right now, but we're fine. I just have to be ready to make that play the next time. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, nice. that, that, that's did a either of you catch the interview they had with like a like a little girl? And they, they just like, who do you want to see today? And she's like, I want to see Tom Brady. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that's fine. How awesome is it when you're a kid that like you're at the parade and you're not sure which team is at the parade? Like how many parades Boston's had at this point for kids? Like they are so spoiled. There is there is a famous kid. uh, He started it a couple years ago, and this time he had the uh, "I'm 16 years old. I've been to 11 parades" sign. Yeah, that's just. And you're sitting here in your 40s, and you're like, fuck you. Hey. hey. <laughs> Look. To be fair, I actually went to the, the World Series parade with my 10-year-old nephew and uh, cool. you know, and my sister. And we're sitting there, and we're talking, and we're like, okay, my first parade as a Boston fan wasn't until I was like 25, mm-hmm. 27. So, yeah, there was, there was quite a dry spell, even with – all four teams. The Celtics were the last ones in '85, and then we had nothing till 2002. So there was a nice 17 year gap. Oh, boo hoo! Yeah. Well, back then there were no parades either. There was like they would come out to the uh, balcony at City Hall Plaza. They would dance around for a few minutes. They'd wave the trophy at you in City Hall Plaza, and everyone would go home. Yeah, it, it, it's gotten ridiculous since then. By the way, have, did you get your free taco? No, I did <laughs> not go for my free taco. Sorry, I'm not a Dorito Frito taco fan or Dorito whatever. Dorito Los Locos, whatever that, that I, joke is. I, I'm in the uh, Brock Holt camp there. I'd, I'd rather go to Chipotle. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can either get the poops from Taco Bell or food poisoning from Chipotle. You, you hey, make, uh, you I make the call. Both today. You make, Here, here's the dilemma. You make do you the eat call. Taco Bell or do you eat the horse crap? Oh, I'll eat Taco Bell. Uh, I guess I'll take the Taco Bell. Yeah, if, the, if those are my Throw options. Throw some hot sauce on it. <laughs> <laughs> Cover that shit in hot sauce. Fire sauce, dude. Yep. I, used, I used to get the crunchy tacos. I put four fire sauces on each taco. That was nice. my that was my Ooh. jam, buddy. Y- your ass hated you the next I was going to say that. <laughs> Probably. 
So uh, no single ply, no swipe right. No, no, no swipe right, no single ply, none of that. Or no, fire sauce packets, man. That, that, that's a tough one. Yeah, mm. I still Sounds love like a bad bet from D stat. It is. <laughs> man, <Mo> do, yeah. <laughs> I used to like. I used, football, I, used to, I used to like to get that. I think they had a ten pack or a twenty pack of those crunchy tacos. Yes, yes they did. They, yep. they, they'd had the box with a handle on it, so you could yep. ex, you could extra fat kit it up. Yep. But I swear to you, I think when you'd get the big multi packs of the tacos, they gave you even less meat in those things. I'm sure. No. Well, especially if you went, you know, during the drunk hour. Yeah. Did you know I They're briefly? They're just trying to scoop and go home. I briefly worked for Taco Bell. Oh. Long time ago in high school, actually, I, I went. Uh, it was a mall, uh, Willow Lawn, and so I went. And I was just trying to get a job or whatever, and I got a job at Taco Bell. And I went in, and they tried to give me my uniform was was, and I mean, I wasn't fat or anything at that point. I mean, I was like fourteen, you know what I mean? So I was probably I don't know six two or six three and like two thirty, and so uh, you know I had this really ugly, and I had it for years. Matt might remember. I had this purple shirt with these green stripes and these really ugly, like purple or uh, weird. Maybe it was navy, but I think it was purple, like a dark purple. Uh, horrible slacks. And so I, I had my uniform on, and I went in for my first day in training, and it didn't fit well. And so I was like, "Can we get?" It was like I asked for a different outfit, like you know, a bigger size, and they wouldn't do it. And I'm like, "Nah, nah, <laughs> that's that. I'm out. I'm out." <laughs> I'm not doing that. And I kept, I just went home and I kept the clothes. I think I eventually gave him the goodwill. Uh, but I was like, nah, you know. And, it, you know, again, I wasn't a fatty man. I mean, you know, but I was like, come on, dude. You can't maybe work in these, you know, ass chat dickies or whatever was going on. <laughs> just, hey, man. Someone wow. probably had a banging Halloween costume thanks to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At, you know who probably ended up buying those things? Probably McCollum. He probably ended up buying my taco. <laughs> he probably bought. <laughs> he probably bought my Taco Bell gear at some point. Yeah, thrift shop. <laughs> oh, although with Taco Bell, is it more like a thrift shit? <laughs> Just saying. I haven't heard it. You know what? For as much airplay as this song got, I have not listened oh, to it in a while. It, yeah. Oh, they they murdered this thing. Anyway, <laughs> those were good times. But I, I did briefly, briefly work for Taco Bell. And then I ended up working at our local U-Crops, and I did it for a long period of time. Anyway, side note, uh, any 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 grievances with the uh, World Series MV- MVP? No. I mean, Price was a good redemption story. And oh, the joke course. around here was he, we called it, he was pulling the lackey. Because, mm. uh, you know, John Lackey was famously involved in the chicken and beer ultimate fiasco where they collapsed and lost like an 11 game lead in september and missed the playoffs and then you know two years after that he famously came back and pitched his ass off and uh won the clinching game of the world series in 2013 went out like a champ before they traded him off to st louis but uh yeah i mean price had his own issues with the media and winning when it counted and you know he he came up nails in october and he would have also been a worthy MVP candidate. I don't know why they didn't go co-MVP, but, mm-hmm. you know, he uh, actually 
he had an opt-out clause in his contract that he had to exercise by midnight last night. And he famously announced it on Twitter like 10 minutes before the first duck boat left that he was staying. So Look at that. He, he was feeling the love. You know, he got out there and uh, he opted in. So for better or worse, he's a red slot for another four years. We'll, we'll see how that turns out. He, he had a good month. Hopefully he can flip it into something. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think there would have been any issues with him or Pierce as the MVP. Yeah. And uh, there was a wild stat. Pierce has more World Series home runs in 24 hours than David Ortiz had in his Red Sox career. Wow. Because of the way that World Series, the 18-inning game, and then uh-huh. the game the night the after, he had three home runs, and Ortiz only has two. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, but Ortiz has... I mean, well, yeah, it's ALCS. Come on now. Well, and then that series against the uh, Cardinals, they just walked him every time he came to the plate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Pierce has more World Series home runs than Ortiz, and it took him less than 24 hours to do it. So uh, who was it? Somebody trolled the Dodgers and they said uh, they were. I wish I, had, I wish I had the tweet. I don't, I don't remember what team it was. Was it the oh, Rangers? Uh, it said was the, the Texas we, Rangers. It was the Rangers. We know how it, it feels the, when uh, you lose back-to-back or whatever. Executive World Series yeah. losers uh, support group meets yeah. on Tuesdays. <laughs> that was really funny. Yep. That was great. That was great. And, uh, New York had fun with it. The uh, New York Post said uh, Dodgers lose. And then in like an asterisk at the bottom in really small print. Red Sox win World Series, only 18 left to catch us or something like that. Yeah, yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. 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 Whatever. Whatever. Eh, whatevs. Uh, yeah, yeah, Boston. <laughs> I, would, I, would lo- I would love to see the DMV have a nice run for a while. I would like to live through that because I was too young to appreciate. I mean, I'm just being honest, man. In the 80s, man, that was fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, But I was too little to really appreciate all the suffering that really sports yeah. kind of gives you. And so yep. as an adult, once you go through like a decade or 15 years or 20, oh, God bless if you're a Browns fan, a lifetime. <laughs> but if you go through this chunk of time with your teams and your area, not just your team, but your area, you know what I mean? Yep. Like everything sucks. Yep. And look... <laughs> You can't count on the Wizards to ever do anything. Let's be real. No. Um, no. And then, you know, the Nats are the, I mean, they're the Nats. And yeah. I mean, God bless the Caps did bring home the cup. So I guess you can't complain but so much. But Caps going to cap. I mean, that was a real thing for a long time. And the Redskins haven't been particularly relevant in, I don't know, since I think, I guess since I was. Snyder. Yeah. Mark I mean, the, the whole Dan Snyder era. Um, yeah. And he's young enough. He's probably going to live long enough that my entire life will be. Uh, it's going to be Dan Snyder from here on out. So uh, I would imagine. So I got to, you know, I mean, <laughs> so that's it, it, it's a tough break, man. I, I'm happy for. I'm happy that the Caps did something, but I'm not. I'm. I'm not feeling like I can count in this area to really deliver a whole bunch of sports love. So like, I can't even fathom what it's like to, you know have my kid and you know what was, what did you say it was like 11 and how many years 11 since 2002 oh, god and i think there have been incredible. 16 championship round appearances yeah. so i mean the celtics lost one yeah uh the it's bruins insane. lost one the patriots lost two so they've been there 16 times and took home home 11 of them what it's still filthy yeah it's still filthy and it i have 
no idea how it keeps happening. I thought, I, and maybe you'll know, I thought I saw somebody reference where with Hugh Jackson's record, and, and this is kind of a, a, a goofy tangent, uh, what what is he in Cleveland like three thirty six and one or so or three thirty six and two one so, and two or two yeah yeah some, one or two yeah some, a couple times I mean it's yeah. terrible right and yeah. so they were talking about his winning percentage and they, I think they said something like Bill Belichick would have to lose every game for like the next fifteen years or twenty yeah. years or like some impossible number and yep. so they and they started they started going off through a whole bunch of coaches and how bad they'd have to be for like you know, a decade or 15 years or, or two decades, they'd have to lose everything to even approach that win percentage. That's pretty sad. So, thanks, Hugh. I mean, he, he lasted, what, two-plus seasons with three wins? We Up here, we get bad if we don't get through September with three wins. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think yeah, the, yeah, I think the I expectations know. are slightly different. Boy, I tell you what, if Cleveland could rewind that, I bet they – I bet they might keep old Bill. You yeah. know what's funny seeing Belichick in like Browns gear when I watch that. Um, uh, the two Bills. The yes. two Bills, and you know what's yes, really easy. Awesome. It's really easy. To, that was very good, by the way. It's very easy to forget about Belichick yeah. in Cleveland entirely. You and know what I mean. The sad part about that is it wasn't a performance thing. It was likability. Mm-hmm. He, uh, what's his face? Modell moved the team. Oh, because he's he wanted, a likable guy. That's why people are he pissed wanted, on that dude's great Well, he wanted stuff. a likable yeah. coach in Baltimore, yeah. and Bill great. was gruff and d- didn't handle the media well. So, yeah, ultimately, his loss. Hey, man, you got to be able to appreciate a dry sense of humor. Yeah. Bel- Belichick's funny. You just got to you just gotta know how. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, he, By he, the way. He, he's entertaining. Yeah. Kids came over to Belichick's house last night while trick-or-treating. Uh-huh. He answered the door and said, we're on the November. And shut the door on him. <laughs> That's terrible. <sighs> You're so goofy, man. You're so goofy. <laughs> You're so goofy. <laughs> Mic drop. I, I would love Belichick to do that at a press conference, wouldn't you? Just boop. That would be I mean, awesome. Kind of did when he quit the Jets job. <laughs> Fair. Fair. The, 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 the napkin I resigned. That, that was a smart. Of the NYJ. <laughs> that was a smart decision, though. Yes, it was. Oh, brilliant. In retrospect, obviously. So, where are we at? Let me check time wise. Ooh, look, we cracked an hour. Ooh. All right, uh, I'll tell you what. Let's wrap up uh, World Series thoughts with a quick break. In all seriousness, given the amount of youth that's on this team and what they've done, uh, as we joke around about this era of winning in uh, kind of your region, Lindy, and I'm glad that you get to enjoy that. Um, not really. I hate your face. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll live sports vicariously through your celebrations for a while, I suppose. Lord knows the Redskins aren't winning the damn thing with Alex Smith. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> NFC East. Woo. Maybe we can. Maybe we can take a, a page from the Colts and stick like you know, <laughs> random banners up just for fun. Wild card game participants. Yeah, wild card game participants. <laughs> 2018. That'd be that. Oh. Hey, we just put up the one, two games in a row in the 2018 season flag. Hey, best, right. yeah, best start. I think this was. I thought. I thought I saw where this is the best start by the Redskins since 2000 and either 2007, 2008. So that that's the banner they need. Best best half season in a decade. <laughs> you know, right up there, man. <laughs> Pretty wild. But all kidding aside, given what the team has accomplished, um, so this is really two questions for you. A, you've seen, you, you've been fortunate enough to see a couple of World Series titles. Are you able to at this point? It's very fresh. You got some recency, recency bias, 
But where do you slot this team in, right, as far as championship teams with the Red Sox? And then the other thing is, looking forward, how good do you feel about the roster and the core of this team for the next five years, ten years, whatever, you know, this next period of time? Well, as far as the the, the four we've pulled off since 04, I mean, you can't beat 2004. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I know statistically this is the best Red Sox team of all time. 119 wins is the second most wins ever for a World Series winning team behind, I think it was the 98 Yankees, mm -hmm. pulled off 125. So, I mean, statistically, this team was the best, but 04, I mean, that was 86 years. You know, they, yeah. they beat the Yankees down 3-1 to one at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, you're not beating the emotional release of that one. So, And then, unfairly or not, from outside the baseball sense in 2013 you had mm -hmm. the marathon bombing and everything that happened along with that and how the team kind of took it up as their emotional cause and right. you know put the city on their back and it's kind of tough to put them below any of the other teams and i mean as fun as 07 was they were built that way i that that was you know, for everything we accused the Yankees of doing, going out and buying a title, 07 was bought. And that was, you know, wire to wire, start to finish. Red Sox led the division. They housed everyone in the playoffs. It it, it was expected. Yeah, so it was fun, but 07 wasn't as emotionally exciting. It was right. it, it kind, of, kind of dead. You, you, you knew it was going to happen. And if it didn't happen, you know, that would have been the disappointment. This year, because of how bad they've been in the playoffs the last... I mean, this was the third year in a row they won the division. And they lost in the first round both times until this season. So I think with the new the new roster and the new manager, they had to get over that hump. And for them to get past the first round, you know, then the confidence in, in the current roster kind of grew. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Cora believed in the players he didn't manage a buy a spreadsheet you know he if a guy was pitching his ass off he didn't go by the spreadsheet and say all right third time through the order you got to go you know he let Evaldi pitch until his arm fell off in that 18 inning monstrosity so yeah I, I think if I had to rank him 04 13 because of what it meant to the city mm -hmm. and maybe maybe want to a to b 13 in this year and then 07 is, is the last one but as far okay so second part of that second part of the, ro the roster going forward yeah it's really a matter of how much money they want to spend Mookie is 25 and he's got two years of arbitration eligibility left meaning they don't have to break the bank for him but they need to yeah he's they have him under team control for two more seasons. And uh, the way it worked last year is uh, he went to arbitration and they lowballed him. They offered him $5 million for what he did. I think he was like third in MVP voting. Mm -hmm. And the arbitrator ruled in his favor. He got 10.5. This year, he's going to be your MVP. He led the team to a World Series title. He, he's getting 15 easy. Can, by the way, can you imagine if they had arbitration in like the NFL? Oh, God. 
<laughs> Can you? I mean, just look how much the NFL has changed since they brought in the salary cap. I know. I mean, Ugh. the NFC. I'm back in our day. You know, the Montana days. They were dominant because there was no salary cap. So the NFC had the money. They're Niners, Giants. They they paid you, and you know it. it as the salary cap progressed and they cut down how much you could pay, the AFC started to finally balance it out. Remember when we were kids, it was ridiculous. The, the NFC, like, crushed them in the Super Bowl. Like, oh, yeah. 12, what, 13 years in a row. It wasn't even That's close. when we were at, like, the 55 to 10 era. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, yeah. and well, we used to call it Buffalo. The, the, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, Buffalo. Yeah. Kagon. Steve um, Grogan. I think the O in Buffalo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Steve Grogan. But I mean, dude, <laughs> there there was a period of time. I mean, the NFC East was just I yeah. mean, that that was murderer's row, bro. Yeah, before the salary cap, the NFC was just brutal well, you, when they beat up on the AFC. Yeah, well, you know, some of the, some of the teams that not only did you have talented teams, but you could you could stash a lot of depth and you could stash yeah. a lot of youth, and it's it's harder to do that uh, yeah. now. I mean, it really is. But, anyhow. but yeah, to, to to bring it back to baseball. Yeah, back to baseball. Um, yeah, I think I think it depends on how much they want to spend. I mean, mm-hmm. they got Benintendi for a few more years. Uh, bets they're going to have to break the bank. I don't know if they're going to buy out his last two years of arbitration and make him a nine-figure salary offer, but it, it's coming. Well, then, then what do you think is a realistic window for the majority of this roster to stay together? I think three years. Three years. I mean, yeah. that's still. I mean, that's a big window. Yeah. I mean, they just you got know, this one. So right in the sports landscape. In the sports good. landscape. In today's sports landscape. I mean, in the NFL, three years is an eternity. Yeah. An absolute eternity from a sports standpoint, well, especially with the new CBA. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if they have a nice three-year window, you know, if they can manage it right, people stay healthy. That's pretty good. Yeah. Hey, Lindy. Yeah. Do you think they resign Kimbrel? I think they're going to let Kimbrel walk. I think they're going to save the money on Kimbrel, and I think they're going to maybe elevate Kelly. I think they're going to convert Kelly based on what they saw from him in the playoffs. Yeah, because I tell you, I bet you, when they went in with that nine to four lead, you're like, you know, it's Kimbrel. You just don't well, know he what's did give up two he... runs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, there there were a lot of heart attack moments with him. A lot of. A lot of command issues in the playoffs, walking pitch, walking guys, and you know a five run lead becomes a two run lead, and suddenly you're sweating it. So yeah, I, I think they're gonna let him walk. I think he's he's looking for something around eighty million. Oh my god! So I don't I know how many I don't know how many years picture. he wanted. Hey man, yeah. hey, he's no Ryan Madsen though. Hey, Ryan Madsen had a 0.0 ERA in the World Series. <laughs> Technically, if you want to look at just that number, he was great. Uh, no, I watched. I, I watched what happened. That was not great. Oof, no, that was brutal. That was that was that was atrocious. That was atrocious. But yeah, what, but, I, I think realistically, they have a good three years left. Were, were, um, were you Pedroia's in- Pedroia's contract is still an albatross, but that might be. They might settle something on that here soon. Hey, well, at least you're not still paying. What is it, Bobby Bonilla? <laughs> yeah, it was May first. Every May first, he gets his million dollars. What a great like retirement another, plan! What 
what is it, until 2034 or oh something ridiculous? Oh, my God. Bobby Bonilla Day. Yeah. Oh, Bobby Bonilla Day. <laughs> I want that dude's agent. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Right? Brilliant. That deferred money will get you every time, man. Mm-hmm. I think it, somebody got hit in the head with a flying beer when they made that deal. Yeah, well, to be fair, and I, I don't think it was the case this Well, no, it wasn't the case this year because Mookie won his arbitration. But last year, Manny Ramirez made more from the Red Sox than our starting outfield did. Wow. Damn. So Benintendi, Jackie Bradley Jr., and Betts made less money than Manny Ramirez to sit at home. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Side note. uh, 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 Real real quick. It's um, uh, every July 1st, he gets paid $1.193 million by the New York Mets. Incredible. Through 2035. Absolutely incredible. Um, Side note, kudos to the Dodgers, by the way, for gifting home plate and the pitching rubber from Game 5 to the Red Sox. Yeah, I saw they did that yeah. and they, uh, yesterday morning. They took out a full-page ad in they both did. Boston papers. They did. Yeah. That's, that, that's a classy thing to do. That, that's that's nice to do. I mean, they got their ass handed to them. I guess they had some money to spend, right? You know, uh, like, well, ironic, Ironically, the Red Sox wouldn't have been back where they are now without the Dodgers. If you remember back in 2012, they took the contracts of uh, – Nick Scudero, Josh Beckett, and Adrian Gonzalez off our hands, and uh, Carl Crawford. They oh, they yeah. they wiped like a hundred and sixty million dollars a year off our payroll, and ate all of it basically because none of those guys have really contributed to anything in the last four years for them. The Dodgers. The Dodgers. Wow. Oh yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. Back when uh, Crawford. The, the current ownership group had just taken over with Magic Johnson and everybody else, they they wanted star power, and they came and got our underperforming players and bailed us out, basically. How about that? Yeah. Didn't remember that. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's okay. Hey. So, hey we remember. Up. <laughs> Thanks, Magic. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Let's uh, let's polish this off. We'll take a break real quick. Uh, any wrap up thoughts, Randy or Matt or Shannon from the World Series, the the, the epic, you know, other than the epic eighteen game, or eighteen game, eighteen inning monstrosity. Uh, anything else you want to you, you want to throw in there? Have we covered everything? If we have, you're good. But I just don't know if you any tie up thoughts on that. I'd say we're good to go there. All right. Fair enough. Then I tell you what, we'll take a break. I need a new beer, by the way. Ditto. Yeah, for real. We've we've yeah. and we need a salute o'clock. We gotta get that. I would do a salute o'clock now, except everything I have is empty. Yeah, I, same I, here. I can't. Yep. I, I, can't do, I can't do a salute o'clock on E. That's just not gonna work. Can't do so, it. Can't, can't do let it. Let you fellows roll. You what? Let you fellows roll for the night. Yeah. All right, <laughs> we'll do. All right, call your shots. What's the score of the Packers-Patriots game? 37-34, Packers. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Nice. What do you say, Lindy? I'm going to go 33-30, Pats. It will be a shootout. What, no 43-40? No. Nah. <laughs> Good call. 
All right, Whitfield. Hey, man, go get some rest, dude. We'll catch you a little bit later. Uh, look, with the all right, big man. Yeah, all right. Uh, look, with the sports brew, as always, keywords are sports and brew. If you want to Google it, if you want to look us up, man. Not that I'm rocking a whole bunch of SEO, but look, you do those two terms together, you're probably going to find us, all right? We enjoy the beer. We enjoy the brews. We enjoy the sports. We have a good time all the way around. But whether it's our home feed on Podbean, LiveSportsCaster.com, iTunes, any other number of rando things that like run us, Keyword, sports, and brew. If you like it, have a laugh, have a beer, tell somebody else about it. Shoot us a message if you want. Maybe Dstat will answer if he's not passed out. Fucker. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> probably, got, probably got tased by somebody. Um, but anywho, I was hoping to hear some Vegas stories, man. I'm semi-disappointed, but uh, that's okay. Anyway, but look, we'll take a break. We'll be right back in a moment. We'll wrap up some other stuff and just have some fun and wind up the night. Uh, but anyway, uh, we'll take a break. We'll be back in just a few minutes. All right, had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but you know what? We thought we were done talking about the World Series, but we're not. We're going to go back to that 18-inning monstrosity from hell uh, that somehow I was able to rest and recuperate and nap during and wake up and still find it on those bananas. (laughs) Bro, bro, where were we? NyQuil shots, Vegas, Facebook rants. Dude, it was like... I remember the never-ending story as a kid. I loved that movie. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to be reborn as a baseball game as an adult. I don't know. A couple doses of Nyquil into it, I think I saw that luck dragon thing flying through the sky <laughs> about the seventeenth inning or so. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, Randy. By the way, man, how was Vegas, dude? It was great. I mean, the view we had from the room was amazing. The fact that we were there with no responsibility whatsoever and could just do whatever the hell we wanted was great. Um, we actually, Mark and Donk both brought their Nintendo Switches, so we actually had some gaming sessions going on. We actually had a gaming session going on during that 18-inning monstrosity. Because <laughs> we were just like, oh, man, it's the 12th inning. I was like, oh, look, Boston's up. Let's go play a game. We, we, they got this all of a sudden. I look at my phone. Holy shit, they tied it. Damn it. And then Dude, you got to leave like, that thing streaming on a, on a device. Oh, I know. We and we didn't. We were, you know, it's a fail on us. And all of a sudden, I see you're posting like, "This game's still going on." What the hell, man? <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> damn. Dude, oh, that was ridiculous. What what time did it actually end? Was it three thirty? Three thirty one. Oh my god. Yep. Oh. <laughs> well, I hope whatever game you guys were playing on the Switch was good. <laughs> Skipping out on that. Well, you want you want some Vegas stories. I, I got some Vegas stories for you. We got a Vegas well, story. One. Yeah. So basically, uh, one of the things we had going is you, we all know how competitive Mark can be. So we had rule drinking rules for Mario Party. And what's funny is is that Donk kept winning. So the so basically he was making us drink Aristocrat as oh, punishment for why, losing. Why are y'all drinking Aristocrat? <laughs> It was because oh. he won. It was the per, it was per the rules. So we were done doing shots of aristocrats. That's that's Here, heinous. I would. I might. It is. No. It is. My, I'm, my liver was tapping out before I knew it, oh. but it was like, nope, got to keep pushing through. What was funny is, is that instead of just downing the damn shot, Mark would sip on it a little bit, and you see this ridiculous look on his face. I'm like thinking to myself, why are you torturing yourself? Just down the damn shot and Get be done with, with it. Get it over with. But no, he just kept on sipping on it. And I'm just like, wow, you must like you must like to torture yourself. No, 
Fair enough. I mean, it. If he's going to sip on aristocrat, he might as well eat horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's one step away from it. There, there's a reason we called it aristocrat. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, much. That we bro. Had the, the, the three nights we were there, we were all pretty ripped every single night. Um, the second night, we did the 190 octanes on top of all the gaming and all the drinking and yeah it was uh like i said by the time all of a sudden done my liver was just like okay peace i'm out you're either done or i'm leaving one of the two i'm out (laughs) (laughs) all that dude we killed like almost six bottles of liquor while we were there that's good work friend yeah good work that's good work But, but luckily the food that we had even though as expensive it was, because you're in Vegas, at least it was absolutely amazing food. So that kind of really balanced things out just a tad. Well, you, you need something amazing to balance out aristocrat. So th- those might yeah. be those might be fighting words. If I if somebody was like, "No, you got to drink <laughs> aristocrat," I'm, I might have to throw that. That might be fist of cuffs a clock, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You know, I've, I've I've done my I've done my time and my fair share of aristocrat. I have no no interest in going back. Although that. Perhaps does explain why Mark is not here. <laughs> not only yeah, is it, not I only mean, is it November it's... lame, you know what I'm saying for the Giants, <laughs> but it, I didn't know he's going to go Dido. You know what I'm saying? Oh man! <laughs> Although I guess if you did the Taco Bell and the aristocrat, would you be like not going down with the shit, but would, would it be like, I will go down with the shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pretty much. Right. I mean, it would have to be, yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't it? Saying. Yeah, pretty much right there. Right, we got to get off of that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, your body's just sitting there like, can I just break free of this crap? <laughs> Look, I did not dream a dream of going to Vegas and having an aristocrat. I can tell you that for damn sure. <laughs> for damn sure. Oh, by the way, Todd, happy birthday, belated. You still need a Salute. Snickers. Stop acting like a jack wagon. <laughs> I am. Tell the truth, Relax. Todd Tooting. Stop eating all the damn beanie weenies and well, pigs in a blanket. <laughs> yeah, Todd. Yeah, Todd. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Pigs in a blanket. Wow. <laughs> Tell the truth, Todd Tooting. Tell the truth. Back Thursday. You can't handle the truth. Anyway. Salute the clock, gentlemen. You know what? That's a that's a good idea, sir. Thanks for click click pulling us out of that. Spiral of doom. Do what I can. Yeah, no, I know, I know you do. Frozen peas and all, baby. Oh well, look, I've already crushed uh, one beer, and uh, I'm on to the next one. I also finished off my uh, beam and coke, which was uh, very tasty. Uh, but at the moment, I'm enjoying a three notch ghost of the 43rd APA. Uh, I certainly do enjoy uh, three notch. Has a lot of good beers, man. I, I, you know, I'm a hophead, as most people know. And so I, I just love, love, love hoppy, hoppy, hoppy beers. And uh, Three Notch has a, a really good selection. We do the big old multi-pack from Costco and then uh, have a good time with that. But uh, crushed my Beam & Coke, had a, had a different, uh, had the 40-mile a little bit earlier, and now just enjoying the goes of the 43rd. 
So mighty fine, mighty tasty. So thank you, Three Notched. Uh, Shannon, what you got, brother? Uh, in honor of Lindy being on the podcast and the Red Sox, I'm rolling with the Sam Adams Oktoberfest tonight. I could call it Novemberfest since it's November now. Yeah, but... true. Well, that's okay. <laughs> but yes, the Oktoberfest. Well, you know what? If we ever, you know, have enough money to, to uh, start a brewery, we'll, we will make a November fest, and the label, Come. the label be will lame. be Giants Blue. Just saying, <laughs> that's terrible. The Eli PA. The Eli PA. I nice. like that. What what do we have? What do we? I think I don't think it was within the last year we joked around about the what was it the big ass brewery or something like that. I don't know, something <laughs> stupid. So there you go, the Eli the Eli PA. Yep. Booyah! Booyah! Lindy, I know you're enjoying something tasty, Mister Duncan. What you got, I bro? Am, yes, I am drinking the most Boston beer possible. The uh, Harpoon collaboration with Dunkin' Donuts. The Harpoon Dunkin' Donuts Coffee Porter. Interesting. Yes, it is a very tasty, nice stout coffee with a nice little, little hoppy to it. Not not as hoppy as an IPA, but it's it's got a nice coffee taste to it. A little coffee, a little stout, a little punch. Yeah, there you go. 6.5. 6.5. Six and solid a beer. That's a solid, solid beer. Solid choice. That's good. That's good. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, have they officially gone to just Dunkin' now? Is that is that official? Yeah, they have dropped donuts from the name. So the rebranding will be taking place across the chain now. Yeah, that's still weird. Although I guess, yeah, I mean, to, to be honest. Up here, we just call it Dunk anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, generally you just call it, I mean, you know, it, it sort of makes sense anyway. But it's still kind of weird to be like, yeah, all right, peace out, donuts. Oh, literally within 500 feet of the front door of my office building, there are five of them. Oh, my God. Good Lord. In in any given direction. So there's two in the train station next door. There's two on the block outside TD Garden. And then there's one kind of at a catty corner angle on the other end of the building. So yeah, there are five Dunkin' Donuts within 500 feet of my yeah. office. They're determined to make sure you get some Dunkin' on, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I, 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 if the line's long at one, you just go to the you next. Just one. go to the next one, man. Yeah. Hey, yeah. are are we a uh, serious question, uh, Randy? What you drinking? And then I'll get to the serious question. <laughs> well, earlier I had myself a uh, Hardywood Kuvi Gold, um, nice. but right now I've got myself a Stone Hop Revolver. There you go. Solid choice. Hey, man, um, are we resetting clocks this weekend? Yes. What yeah. is that? Oh. Fall back Saturday night, I think. There you go. Uh, yes. Of course. Uh, of course. Say it. Set up this for. Serious Set us ass. up, man. Set us we walked, up. We walked into it. <laughs> I mean, you know I had to do that, right? <sighs> well, at least, you, at least you set us up like you set Mark up last Podcast. Oh, that was That's great. That, that was great. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> but Shannon, speaking of Hardywood, something's coming out very soon. Oh yes, oh, yeah. GBS season, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I'm not from the area, but the in-laws live about hour and a half west of Richmond, so I come down that way for Christmas. And uh, yeah, the gingerbread stout. I yep. am a fan. I am a fan, sir. 
If you can get your hands on it, Chris, I would recommend the Christmas morning as well. I believe I had that one last year. I had a 20-ouncer. It's, it's a solid choice. The Kentucky Christmas morning is good as okay. well. <clears throat> well, as it works out, because, you know, Justin always picks on me about my car, but it has to charge <laughs> up, and we always stop in Glen Allen, and I believe there's a, a ABC in that shopping plaza or food line or something. So mm. while the car is charging, I will take that 45-minute trip and uh, go in there and check out the beer selection. Nice. Right. Might as well, right. man. Yeah. Yep. Might as well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, how about we shift to some football, man? Let's uh, do it. Let's let's shift to some football. Why not? We might as well. Uh, I'm feeling a little bit saucy and a little bit good. Uh, I don't know what our time on is, but I certainly figure we probably have a, a good 15 to 20 minutes uh, before we run out of steam and run out of gas. Uh, I would hope. Or beer. Yeah, yeah. Depending on the beer. Oh, uh, one last <laughs> thing, and, and kind of a um, uh, only because I don't want to forget about it since we're doing salute o'clock. Uh, not that we could do salute o'clock with wine. Uh, it's one thing I've never done with a sports brew is drink wine through an episode. I would imagine that probably wouldn't end well for me. Um, I do like wine, and mercifully, I do have the ability to have wine, liquor, and beer in any com in any order in any combination. It doesn't matter, and it doesn't make me sick because uh, I always chuckle. What was it? Uh, people used to say like beer before it? liquor. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, or uh, liquor You'll before beer be in the clear. Yep, wine yep. before liquor, never sicker. <clears throat> in the clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to like to do depth charges. You guys know what those are? <laughs> no. That, Lord, dude. That's where you would take a shot and you would drop it in your beer. Uh-huh. Oh. That's uh, like a car bomb. Sort of. Sort of. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. We used to call them death <clears throat> charges, and I don't do that anymore because um, I just, you know, that was when it was crappy beer. So we probably were. I don't know. Just... Shannon, were you, uh, but... did you ever do the um, Mono O'Malley Norfolk? Oh God! Yes. Who? Yes, sir. We would go to the, the the famous Irish pub, the kind of place where duct tape was on the tables. You know, real cool. nice place. Yeah, <laughs> sounds upper class and upper crust. Oh no, no, it it, it actually was. It was an awesome place. It was, one, it was Norfolk's version of Cheers, basically. There you go. They they knew your name, but uh, yeah, you go in there and drop a shot of Jameson inside a pint of Guinness. Yeah, Whew. buddy. That, 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 that's a stout version right there of yeah, uh, that, your your depth charge. Yeah, yeah. That that'll probably mm. that'll probably get you lit like a Christmas tree. There were some uh, we, we bonus nights, uh, October first. So, <laughs> Shannon knows this. He, he he immediately laughed. October first is the Department of Defense's um, new day of or new year for their fiscal year. So if you re-enlisted, you got your annual installment. <laughs> On your October first paycheck, so you know, as a as a young sailor, only getting you know like fifteen hundred dollars per pay period, suddenly you'd have like six thousand dollars that pay period. And guess where you went? And guess what you did? You went out and you got housed. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh. Oddly enough, one of my friends was named House. <laughs> I don't even know what you're sitting there. He's a 6'4", 240 dude. So, you know, it, it applies. <laughs> hell of a pull, sir. Hell of a pull. But yes, October 1st, uh, bonus Chris. night. Always Chris. a good time. Oh, Chris. my Lord. 
Who was the dude that bet his money on the Jazz to win the finals? Ah, Jason Ness. So this was right before I got does to this. Does this go down as a bad beat? It certainly was a oh, bad bet. This is a bad bet. Bad this is like you're a dumbass. <laughs> was it? I forget which final. It was nice. It was against the Jazz. It was, yeah. it was the flu game. It was so, the Michael Jordan flu game. And he so this him. dude, yeah, this dude, he reenlisted in like, you know, midsummer. So he already got. So the way the Navy did it is. The day you put your hand up, you got half of that check. So if you got a twenty thousand dollar reenlistment bonus, you got ten grand up front, and then they split it up over the next four to six years, depending on how many you reenlisted for. Mm-hmm. So he took the first half of his bonus, which I think he had. He reenlisted for twenty. He got ten. He put it on the Jazz to beat the Bulls in peak MJ era. And it was the flu game. And I don't know, Shan- I don't know if you were on the boat yet, Shannon, but I was it was ninety-seven, so I was only twenty. I couldn't drink yet. Yeah, I couldn't drink yet, but I was at the base club because you could go in and not drink. So we were playing pool and he was well, yeah, I saw the air quotes. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. But he was he was like twenty-four, twenty-five, but he oh, we were watching that game and as it progressed and, you know, Jordan's getting IVs and Gatorade on the sideline, and he's just throwing his hands up in the air after every three-pointer goes in. It's This dude, like, the shoulders just kept slumping and slumping and slumping. And then at the end, when he pushed off and faded away and just snapped it in his face. What he, like, push off? What are you talking about? Yeah, you know, Byron Russell just tripped, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, dude fell on the floor, like, in the middle of the base club. He That's wasn't even funny. drunk. So, like, the MPs came over to check on him. Like, are you drunk? You know, they're getting ready to throw him out and get him in trouble. And he's like, no, I just lost 10 grand. And, like, the four of us that were, wow. like, from the from the radio shop on the boat with him were just dying laughing. And then we had to go back to the boat the next morning. And, and he's just, like, dejected. Like, peop- someone kicked his puppy. And I guess, you know, well... There was some other serious stuff going on, and, 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 you know, he basically ruined his finances and all sorts of stuff. But Dude, 10 grand on the jazz, bet, bro. He bet against Jordan in 97. That, that How sums it up. do you fuck that up? Exactly. Seriously. He got, he got tempted by that plus 2200 or whatever the uh-uh. hell it was. Uh-uh. Bad decision. Uh, Bad decision. I mean, if you want to throw a hundy on it, I can see that. But, but not 10. 10 gr- no. You're throwing 10 Gs no. on that? No. You betting 10 Gs against Jordan? Are you kidding me? Come on, man. 10 Gs against Jordan? Mid-90s enlisted <laughs> Navy pay? It's not like you were like, that, that was on a spare 10K. Oh, God. <laughs> No, no, that was brutal, uh, yeah. but funny. <laughs> yes, apparently, because you're still oh, enjoying the story all these more. years later. I mean, hey, it's 21 years later, and we're still talking about it. I, know. I mean, do you, do you think? Yeah. It, do you think it? You could jump point? on Facebook right now and talk to a few of our Kearsarge buddies, and they would all immediately, <laughs> oh, Ness, oh, <laughs> and you would get a kick out of this, Justin. Yeah. So he's he's a Long Islander. He's a New York guy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he had that ballsy New York attitude. And his favorite saying, and Shannon, 
What was it? I know you can quote it. He would always tell you how long he would be on the boat if you wanted to go in the fan room and, and settle things. See, in the Navy, fan room is like, you know, where the HVAC and all that, all mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the piping and stuff. There are little crawl spaces in, that you could go in and people would settle things in there. There'd be fisticuffs. Fisticuffs. So, yeah. So, so Jason Ness would always, hey, I'll be here till March 2001. If you want to go settle it in the fan room right now. <laughs> typical New Yorker, typical Long Island attitude, and oh, he was he was quiet for about a month after he lost that. That was that was brutal. <laughs> yeah, Jordan broke his spirit. I literally watched a man's soul leave his body. Get that shot, an exit. <laughs> yes, it was like the end of The Exorcist. You just watched it leave. <laughs> He had an out-of-body experience in the enlisted club at Norfolk Naval Station. Oh, my goodness. Do you, ah. do you think, in honor of Mark and November Lame, that this should be, like, start spreading the poos? <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> I need to swipe right a single ply. I'm telling you, man, I, I think we can re- redo that and totally murder it like I just did. <laughs> <laughs> that that's what you get for a uh, what do we used to call it a freestyle Friday? Yes, that was a bad mm-hmm. that that was a bad decision. Not as bad as that guy betting ten grand on the Jazz, but that was a bad decision for me. <laughs> Don't worry, Shannon. I'm I'm sure as he was able to, I would hope by now at this point in his life, I will shake that off. Right. There you go. That's for you, sir. That's for you, sir. I would like to know how many times we have played. Taylor Swift, shake it off over the life of this podcast. How many episodes have we recorded since that damn song? Uh, came well, out? we've published. <laughs> I think we've published like two hundred and fifty. You could actually listen to the Sports Brew like nonstop for a couple of months. Like you, you could just. I don't you, know if you'd want to, but you, you could live, breathe, and, and well, hopefully not die. But you could totally like maybe <laughs> you might. Um, you could totally, man. Yeah, I think I think there's a couple months straight of content. If you wanted to be really hardcore, you could totally do that. Pro- probably a bad idea. Although the the it's really funny to listen to episodes from 2011. That's when it's really that's when it's really weird. Once we're a few months in, it's different. But those first, I'd say the first five are really weird to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, because we're not really intoxicated. And... No, well, <laughs> we didn't have the processes all set up, and we didn't have everything quite worked out. We were kind of feeling it out. So, see, we weren't Joel and Bede. We didn't trust the process. We, we drank the process. We we, we, <laughs> we drank the process. We still have that picture, and I want to say we had out. We had moonshine. We had liquor. Ooh. We had beer. Ooh. We had like a, a whole setup somewhere. Oh my god, dude! And. How we survived that night, I I don't I don't know, but that's probably one of those nights that we recorded like a big chunk of stuff, and only like the first, excuse me, <laughs> and only the first couple of hours got published. I, I've the got, rest of it. yeah, I've oh, got Shannon, some, It was basically a Palma night. Yes, yeah. yes. We we've got Holy some episodes cow. that only half of them saw the light of day. I mean, I've st- I still have the raw files, but th- there was some stuff that just never got published. We had one episode that we got hammered talking about Johnny Manziel. I mean, we got 
lit. And so I, basically, we went, like Johnny Manziel. We, yeah. we went full Manziel. We went full Manziel while we were recording. It was a bad idea. It was a bad idea. <laughs> Justin was like, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not popular." I was like, this. "Yeah, there's no way to save that. There's just no way." <laughs> there's, no there's, editing. Yeah. There's just no way. That one's that one's done, son. We gotta we gotta we gotta let that one go, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. So, sorry, Justin, sorry. Shake yeah. It Off came out in 2014. How many episodes have we recorded since like the end? The second half well, of 2014. We, we tend to have, well, now that I have kids, we tend to have some robust summer breaks. True. I don't know. You figure we, I, I would say we easily do 30-ish. Yeah, I, I would say we've done about, you know, 30 to 40 episodes, uh, I would imagine. You know, because during football season, obviously, we tend to be weekly. Then we have, uh, we ha- we'll have the occasional stuff. You know, uh, we're still pretty strong. We're pretty strong from, I'd say, about August to the end of the I NBA did. season. Yeah. yeah. And and then we tend to have a, we, we usually have a, about two months where we don't, where it's pretty light. Uh, when the Olympics are on, sometimes we'll, we'll, sque- we'll pinch off a loaf, uh, pinch off an Olympic loaf, have a good time with that. <laughs> I, dude, for a long time, one of our most listened to episodes was the... Um, one with the Spice Girls when they did uh, when they That's when twenty twelve games the, yes. the Olympics yeah that was one of the most <laughs> listened to episodes we had for years and I always thought that was so random I'm like really of all the crap we've done that's the one and that's it, the one that's the one and it was it was it was very very strange to me that that was the case um, yeah I'd, I'd probably say uh, the high is probably forty a year so. So you figure that song is four years old, so <laughs> you're talking about roughly <clears throat> maybe 160 times that thing's been played, at or least, close to it. At least. Well, I mean, that's just if you count once per episode, but we this don't. Is true. You, you guys tend to pile on, so I'm going to go ahead and say it's closer to 300. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sports crew. Right. Always take yeah, the yeah, over. No, the, the, always, always take, always the, take over. the over. Fails, take the, the over. The high-scoring environment. Beers, take the over. Yeah. <laughs> fails, it fails beers and shake it off. We have a lot of. Um, Speaking of highest scoring oh and taking God. me over, dude, uh, I'm gonna clock to Adam Vinatieri, man, bro. Two thousand five hundred fifty, yeah. yes, sir. Did you like Something that? Old... You and I can both get together and agree upon. Look at that. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Did you like that vintage feel to that picture where he's holding two thousand five hundred fifty up on the sign, like that? That callback to uh, Wilt Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Thought, I thought that was kind of a neat touch. Yeah, I, I dug that. By the way, do you think he's uh he, do you think he's anywhere close to the number of, of women that Wilt slept with? Uh, yeah. Oh, he's a kicker. No, no. <laughs> no. Nope. Going out to the bars. So what do you do? I'm a kicker. Nice meeting you. See ya. Oh, <laughs> uh, that depends on where gr- you're at. Sure. True story. If you come into the New England area and say I'm Adam Vinatieri, you know, all bets are off. You you might catch Wilt. <laughs> this is true this is very true uh, that's funny dude i've inadvertently and almost accidentally crushed this beer so if i dis, we won't pause but if i disappear for a moment it's only because i needed to grab a refill <laughs> that's all no you know what that's a good call man and salute to him kudos to him didn't you didn't you pull something where he like 
did he tackle Herschel Walker or something goofy? Yes, his yes. Uh, rookie season. That's yep. crazy. Yep, I remember that game. That's crazy. Tackle on the kickoff return. Yeah, that yep. fe- that feels like football forever ago. <laughs> Ninety six, dude. Dude, that's dude. one of those ones where like, oh, was it? It's a, the Mets manager that managed forever. And, like, when you do the six degrees of Kevin Bacon of yeah. baseball, there was, like, somebody who managed, and you can go all the way back to, like, 1890 by, like, only two or three people. Oh, my God. But it's it's kind of like that with football now, with, mm-hmm. with the Vinatieri and Herschel Walker. I mean, Herschel Walker, you can go back to, what, 84 with him? At least. I know he's at well, Georgia, I mean, he did Georgia the, he did and 80. The, he did the... Uh, usfl for like a year but uh, are you talking but, about yeah. bobby valentine there uh justin the longtime mets manager or is that a different or we think my thing no 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 else? no it, it was it was back in the day it was uh i mean I, <clears throat> it was it the retirement of the 80s talking about earlier Wait, than that real quick real quick wasn't it bobby valentine that stuck on the fake mustache wouldn't that yep. yes, him? yes he got thrown out of a game and did the the, the nose and mustache thing and snuck back Come on, man. Acted like he was a bench coach or something. Yeah, maybe in the day, you know, I don't know what year that was, but you couldn't do that now with HDTV, could you? No. Not even close. Not even close. Well, now they get mad if, like, someone has too much suntan lotion on their arm because, you know, we've had the whole conspiracy theories about some of the Red Sox players. Craig Kimbrell, he's a sweater, dude. He sweats. I don't know if you guys saw that. There were some some people pointing out on the HD cameras that Kimbrell had different colored sweat on his arm during Come some on, of man. the playoff games. Come on now. Come that on, dude, if, if you look back through his career in Atlanta, he sweats. He's just one of those dudes that when, when you get your lather up and you're throwing 100 miles an hour in the bullpen, you come out and you're just sweating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Davey Johnson, is that the guy we're looking for? Yeah, it's something like that. And then it went back to like Ralph Hoke or somebody who coached with or played under another coach and like Stacy or Mack, Connie Mack. And then it went back like Connie Mack obviously goes back to like 1920s or something. Good God, man. So yeah, when you when you go when you do the six degrees of Kevin Bacon game with baseball, there was somebody like within the last five years that you could go all the way back to like the at least the nineteen twenties. All right, I totally finished this beer. I'm grabbing one more. Keep going, guys. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, if you do that with football, I mean, so now you got Vinatieri tackling Herschel Walker, that brings you back to like eighty four. Oh man! And then I mean, if not going to play that game tonight, but we could probably find out <laughs> who the oldest teammate Herschel Walker had in '84 was, and go back into the '60s. Although football, they didn't have as long a career back then. Yeah, well, the NFL truly the stood for not for long. Yeah, the money wasn't <laughs> good, and the injuries were more prevalent. You were more likely to be hobbled by forty. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let's see here. I was going to look this up just for shiggles. Yeah, why not? So let's see. Herschel Walker. 
Damn, dude's 56. Shit. <laughs> and he's still in better shape than all of us. So, yeah, he played for the New Jersey Generals in the USFL from 83 to 85. Oh, so here's one that might piss you off. Doesn't that make him a former employee of Donald Trump? Let's <laughs> <laughs> say that. Poor bastard. I know, right? <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Didn't mean to go political, but that's like the one teeny tiny instance where he comes up in sports. <laughs> Look, man. <laughs> As Arnold would say, stop it. <laughs> I had but, to. That was too no. easy. Stop it, you son of a bitch. Fucking massholes, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, you're just lucky I'm not throwing my beers around. No, it's all good. <laughs> that, that, is, that is a funny pull. That is a funny reference, though. But, uh, yeah. Look, no, we were, uh, while you stepped away, we were trying mm-hmm. to figure out who we were playing the baseball game and going back, who Her- Herschel Walker's oldest teammate was to try to bring it further back. But we were trying to try, trying to figure out because football, the careers are shorter, money isn't as good. Yeah. And I mean, baseball. Some of these guys, you know, they would manage, they would play, and then they'd manage right. for like 40, 50 years. You know, you didn't have that in football, so you likely can't get that far back with Herschel. But I mean, in this era right now, who else would go back that far? So well, it looks like Ed Tuttle Jones was 35. And that was the oldest player on the team back in '86 when Herschel Walker first started playing for the Cowboys. So that would bring us back to what the early '70s, probably. Yeah, because yeah. he was a first-round pick in uh, 1974. So let's see, Finitieri to Walker to Tuttle. So you're you're only two back. And honestly, yeah. Tuttle, you could go yeah. to Landry, and he's like, oh, there you go. Yeah, fair point. Yep. You can get way back. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah. So I maybe, guess if you wanted to. Maybe. Go the coach route. Yeah. Or Stallback. I mean, Stallback, uh, I he, think, played. Easily in the 60s. I think he was 60s. Okay. I think he came out of Navy in, like, 62. I don't know. Well, maybe maybe we need to play the, uh, we need to research the seven degrees of Herschel Walker. Right? And see, <laughs> and see how far that gets us. There you go, Stallback, sixty-four. There you go. That's the way. That's the way back career, machine right there. Well, career history, Cowboys, sixty-nine to seventy-nine. So yeah, okay. Oh, that's right. Because he, that's right. Stallback had his. Uh, he had to fulfill his service. Correct. He yeah, was. Correct. He was drafted in sixty-four. But I'm looking at the stats. I'm like, wait a minute. There's a gap. Yes. He didn't play for the Cowboys until 69. Yeah, no, there's a big chunk of that generation that uh, had years of service in between. Well, I know. mean, and a fair point, the academies back then, you know, mm-hmm. they got the athletes because the money wasn't as good in the pros. I and thought you were going to say because the money wasn't now, as good at the college yeah. level. <laughs> 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 Unless well, you're at SMU, it's not maybe. Louisville. You're not playing for Rick Pitino here. Side note, <laughs> who thinks it's funny that Rick Pitino's like, I want to coach in the NBA again. F- Man, Come why on, would he dude. want to go back and have a salary cap? Right? <laughs> I just think he wants to go back somewhere. But maybe he'd get good breadsticks at the NBA level. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, because that worked out so well from first go around. Mm-hmm. Hey, as long as he can be in and out in 15 seconds. 
Hey, <laughs> it's all it's all the patino. It's all doable at, at the pro level. Hey, you man. know what? He's Just got the twenty four second shot clock, so he's he's <laughs> he's good to go at that point. It's all good. Uh, well, I will. Uh, we'll have to follow up, man. We'll have to. We'll have to double check. See how far we can run that thing back. It's a point of curiosity. Yeah. Um, but let, let's have a couple thoughts with the uh, the NFL week that was, and certainly we we've already started looking forward a little bit to, you know, whether it's Packers, Patriots, or some other things. I mean, it, it's weird to think that we're we're already at the halfway mark of the season. It's still very Seriously? bizarre to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I love the NFL, but it, it's all it's one of those things. I mean, it teases you for so much of the calendar year, then you get into it, and it just freaking flies. It really is bananas. So, let's touch on a couple of games and a couple of moments, top some thoughts, and then we can you know obviously wrap up a clock. I, I I would ask this, Shannon, as a dad, as a dad, I know you I, I know you levy the dad tax on the kid candy. Yes, but. If you're gonna tax one candy out of their, uh, you know, jack o' lantern, what is it? And if you're gonna throw one away, what is it? <laughs> well, I mean, if you're gonna tax, you're getting a Reese cup. Yes, sir. That's a Ain't solid no choice. Solid that. choice. Solid choice. I'm also uh, partial to the Heath bars, but I figure the kids don't really like those, so I get those anyway. Oh, there you go. So I, I like the Kit Kats um, and the Reese's. Yeah, I'm chucking the candy corn. Um, <laughs> Some kid asked another kid the other uh, the other day, like, "Do you want my candy corn?" And we had a fire going, and I was like, "Just throw it in the fire." That's funny. <laughs> Do you know you can actually take the candy corn and stack it up like a uh, a corn like a, a cob of corn? I saw that. I did see that. I was yeah, like, oh. that, that's a real thing. You can. I don't know who finally is, makes sense. I don't know who's OCD enough to do that, or how much Adderall you'd have to like <laughs> pump into your body to do that. But all of it, all, all of it. That's a real all thing. Of all of it. But you can totally do that. You can stack it up and make a little, you know, candy corn on the cob. Yeah. Yep. B- it's bizarre. I think and if then I throw it in the trash, if I had to throw it and then throw it away, <laughs> um, that's what I do with. Uh, what is it? tofu and pumpkin Ugh. beer? I, it's straight in the trash. I don't want that crap. <laughs> I don't. I don't I, like. I can have about five pieces of candy corn, and then I'm good for the whole year. Like I don't eat a lot of it. That big bag of it is too much, man. Oh god. Um, but it does bring back some memories. Uh, the one candy, like if I have it, I, I just I throw it away. Um, that's got a name. I don't mean like you know generic Dollar Tree candy with no name on the wrapper. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. All right, you auto you automatically throw away nameless, brandless, you know, like candy blobs that are just wrapped. It you just got to throw those out because that's that's like pedophiles and people to stick razor blades and shit. You got you just got to <laughs> chuck that stuff, man. You don't mess with it. Um, but of the branded candies, I can't do the Mary Janes, man. Those those are straight into the trash. Huh? Interesting. Can't do it on Halloween. I'm not a fan of sweethearts. What? A little uh, not on Halloween though. Halloween oh, like, little smarties. Yeah, smarties. The, smarties, the sweethearts. That, that that that's it's Halloween, man. You gotta go. You gotta go chocolate. You gotta go peanut butter. You gotta go caramel. That's that that's it's the Super Bowl of candy, man. You got <laughs> you gotta go big. Sweethearts go big or go is like, yeah. Sweethearts is like hol- or Valentine's Day. That, that that's yeah, that's their cheap that candy day. Man, no, I know, no. There's cheaper candies out there than that. I can get down with some sweet tarts and some Smarties because that's a nice break from chocolate. I and mean, Reese's, you are, you are, look, you're always going to win with that. 
I can totally yes, put sir. that with Snickers. I can get that with a hundred gram bar. I, I I am particularly partial to the crackle bars on Halloween. I Those love, are good. Yeah, I love a Halloween crackle. That's a that's a nice deal. You know what I didn't see a lot of in my kids' buckets this year were the um, Nestle Crunch. Huh. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to Nestle Crunch like candy bars, but like Halloween fun size, we didn't get squat that. Um, got some crackles. Got a lot of Dum Dums and Tootsie Roll Pops. Uh, hurt, Uh-oh. hurt. Yeah. Uh, I don't have that song queued up, man. I'm not going. To, I'm not going I Tootsie Roll. I, I saw but, a tweet. Yeah. Uh, was it today that that kind of made sense? Mm-hmm. All of the um the variety packs that you can buy. Yeah. Have have destroyed the creativity of Halloween. Everybody can go to Walmart and get that same variety bag, and everybody on the block has the same candy, and it has watered down the good house from back in the day. All right. So, curiosity, two things. A, like Shannon, how did you treat like what do you what's the rule to go up to a house? Is it the porch light? Do you go by a porch light rule? That's what we yes. do. If, yeah. there's, if there's no porch yep. light, we don't, we don't touch it. Yep. All right. Well, this year for the first time in my life, I got to sit by a fire and just let Katie go off. I didn't have to actually walk with her. She walked with friends in the neighborhood. Uh oh, Shannon, I, I ended up finding a touchy roll for you. <laughs> There you go. So she she handled Halloween by herself, man. We were excited because we didn't have wow. to we didn't have to escort the kids all the way up to the door this time. Oh, dude, that's a big step right we were there. Like, man, that's awesome. great. Although she Al- got quarterback skills, way to go. Yeah. Although Alette ran out of gas at block number five, <laughs> she ran out of gas, and so Sarah had to carry her up uh, to a couple of houses. Uh, hey, block five for yeah. her age, man. That's not that's, bad. That's not no. bad, dude. Dude, that's she not got bad at you all. know you got to you got to think of scale, dude. I mean, a two year old's got short legs, right? That's oh, well, yeah. the, the the wife and I are still obviously at the handing out phase, mm-hmm. so we don't go out because you know just dogs. They don't eat candy, but that's you know, okay, man. you yeah, know what? But, I mean, look, respect, we observe, re- and that there were lots of toddlers and kids that were, you know, like we were their third house, and they were done. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Side note: There are some note. kids that you know that they they haven't been training, man. That they, they don't have that longevity. They didn't no. get up the stamina. No, they are not ready. All oh, I can boy. say is they don't have the conditioning for Halloween. Don't go to the University of Maryland. Don't do it. I'm just, oh, no. I'm, I'm soon, just, bro, I'm just saying, man. I'm just soon, saying. <laughs> Woo, that was cold. Damn. Hot take. <laughs> I mean, I, the emotional roller coaster of that dude's agent. Oh, you're in, man. We got you. You're good. We're good. We're good. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, you just got <sighs> fired. I mean, I mean, you can go hand out tacos tomorrow. Taco Bell got some free ones. Yeah, uh, that dude's that dude's career. I'm really surprised that he's not facing anything other than getting fired. Yeah, that's a, that, 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 that whole, whole thing hiding is, is behind just... being a state employee thing. Probably keeping him from wearing a jumpsuit. Uh, no, At they, this point, yeah, they misplayed a whole bunch of stuff with that. I, it, uh, all kidding aside, I think it's amazing that th- that story went from you know, <clears throat> investigation to oh no, border regents and 
you know, the school president's going to retire, but Durkin's going to maintain, going to keep his job. And you know, his first day back, some of those student athletes were walking out, walking out of meetings with that guy. And then the public pushed back to that, which deservedly so was very strong and very swift, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and very clear. So I have to give Maryland a slight bit of credit over Ohio state, Ohio state did their investigation and Ohio state found that Ohio state didn't do anything wrong and kind of swept it all under the rug. Look, and look. I mean, I know dude's got heart problems. Ne- Come on, man. Neither, yeah, neither, neither. Well, no, it's a brain cyst now. And that's the not- heart problem was his excuse to get out of Florida. Now he's got a brain cyst to get out of Ohio state. He already leaked that out to the media the other day, but that whole, I know one is life and death and neither situation is anything to laugh at, but man, just the, the, the way the two different schools have handled each of those situations, both fumbled, but at least Maryland picked up the fumble, so to speak. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I think the, I think the public pushback was so strong. They, they knew they had no choice. I think it would have been preferable. And my understanding is that the um, retiring school president wanted to fire him and basically uh, Waddles Lowe wanted to fire Mm -hmm. him, but the Board of Regents was like, nah. Um, And so he he ended up saying he was going to retire. And obviously Durkin ends up getting fired. The whole thing just, it it just blew up. You know what I mean? That was a gigantic fail train bag of BSE. They misplayed that. And I think it's it's such a shame because they went from there was a period of time after the uh, after Jordan McNair passed where um, and I don't know. I don't remember if this is Wallace Lowe or somebody else, but basically saying they had a moral obligation, you know, what <clears> I mean, to this whole situation. And then they did that crap. Yeah. It was you know the what I mean? President. The president, I think, actually took the. Yeah. Did the right things the entire time. It was the board of the board of regents, regents, yeah. regents. board of regents, yeah. and uh, the, I think they're the ones who have dropped the ball. Like they the did. president, he he took responsibility. You know, they owned it and said they would do the investigation, and then this board of regents. Just, I mean, just mm-hmm. went political and just effed it up. Fair or not, they screwed. They screwed the page. Yeah, yeah. I mean, college football always seems to have issues with wins over people or decency or whatever you want to call it, depending on what the scandal is at the time yeah. at that school. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I, you know, as, as somebody that remembers, uh, I went to a few concerts up at the U of M and, um, I always remember thinking that place was a dump and yeah. they've done nothing but solidify my opinion <laughs> of, of that place as a crap hole. So, yeah, people around here like to call them the Terps. Eh, I'm more in line with the turds. <laughs> I'm just saying. I At am. this point in time, I do not disagree. No, I, I just think yeah. that, you know. Again, all kidding aside, I mean, you know, a, a, a young man lost his life, um, and I just, I, you know, I just think it's disgusting that it went that way. Um, this safe face maneuver doesn't change my opinion of that. No. Um, and it's it's a sad reflection on the state of you know college football and college programs that the AD that the coach that they have those things happen and it went that way so yeah i guess better late than never but um no respect for me for that 
None. Anywho. <laughs> well, well in, in positive college football news, <laughs> Kentucky has a chance to win the SEC East this weekend. Yes, sir. Congrats. Hey, uh, in positive college football news, UCF uh, has a path. I don't know what the path may be. I don't know how many teams have to lose. <laughs> All of them. But maybe there's a path. <laughs> I mean. I'm just kidding. They won tonight. They were 12th out of the top 10, so not in it. But, you know, with a couple wins and losses, they might sneak their way into some of the big money bowls. A couple. They're going to have to be a lot of losses. That's yeah. A, that's a team that's got disrespected. Uh, maybe they were – maybe Scott – maybe Frost didn't deserve all the credit for what that team was doing. I'm just saying. <laughs> Small possibility here. Uh, maybe. Did we – Um, and forgive me if I get this wrong – I know we did the salute clock. Did we, did we get? Did we? Did we do the rip for Doctor Z? Not yet. We have no, not. We no. have not. Okay, because no. I, I meant to do that with the salute clock, and I and, and I, I meant to do it, and then we got away from it, and I forgot about it. And while I was thinking about it, because we do have to start tying up some stuff, um, mm-hmm. and I, I certainly think because I, I have a fresh beer. <laughs> Again, this is why I mentioned I can't do wine during the podcast because one of the things I remember is him talking about reds, and then his what do you call his wife, the flaming redhead. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but uh, Zimmerman, Paul Zimmerman, man, uh, love love reading that guy's articles back in the day with with SI. They actually gave the lineman a lot of love. Kind of the salty old dog sports writer, and um, you know he passed away at eighty six. Now, granted, he hadn't been particularly active. Uh, I think he wrote up until he had a stroke in uh, around two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly hadn't been publishing since then, but. Uh, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I just think back uh, growing up with football columns on SI and, and the things that I do remember in the authors and the writers and the journalists. And, and I remember Dr. Z and I loved, loved, loved reading that guy. Um, stone cold, you know what I mean? Like he was that, he was that kind of salty old dog writer, but he had a lot of good insight. He was kind of had, had that caustic wit. And uh, just enjoyed a lot of his columns. So I'm sad to hear that he passed away. Obviously a tough go of it post-stroke. But I got to gotta raise a glass. I got to tip one back for Dr. Z. I miss his articles. I miss his columns. And certainly a loss for the football world, the writing world. 86. Hopefully... Most of it, a life well lived. I don't, I don't know what the quality of his life was like after the stroke. I'm sure his his wife did him right and took care of him, but I know that was tough going for a guy that had to be pretty fiercely independent on a lot of things. But Doctor Z, the slugs for you, buddy. Salute, sir. Salute. Didn't want to forget about old old Z. All right, let's top a couple of thoughts with the NFL um, and start wrapping up because we got to get out of here. Um, <laughs> I know. Well, you know, Justin, I yeah. think I realized why Mark didn't show up why because that? he didn't want to be around while you were giving AP some love after this past weekend. <laughs> Look, Ooh. I'm not going to say that Redskins Giants <laughs> game. It was not a work of art. It was definitely not the pièce de résistance. It was not that. Um, but a win is a win, friend. And the Redskins, by the way, have the easiest remaining strength of schedule in the NFL, for whatever that's worth. <laughs> Obviously dominated by the suckitude that is the NFC East. But their remaining strength of schedule as of right now is, is 391. 
is the opponent's winning percentage. So it sets up favorably for them. I'm a little bit concerned about where Alex Smith is right now. Uh, and, and God bless, if they didn't have AP, I don't know what that team would be. And I didn't know what, you know, I, I thought he'd have some gas in the tank, but he's been a very pleasant surprise. Kudos to him, by the way, in that first quarter when he got that touchdown. It was a little uh, throw from Smith. Uh, I liked how AP stuck his shoulder into a defender for a little extra something-something on that one. But really, that that game was not pretty. It, it just wasn't. And, you know, we had a little bit of dialogue and discourse about that game, and it was like, you know, the Redskins of old would find a way to lose it, even to a crappy Giants team, and the Giants are crappy. Make no mistake about it. That team sucks. Oh, yeah. uh, but they would, yep. find, they would find a way to, to lose that, and mercifully, they did not find a way to lose that game. I mean, Odell did some Odell things, had a couple of ridiculous catches. One with the DB just essentially fall, pulling him down and falling on the guy. He had one of those one-handers. But it, the Giants are bad. But the Redskins, you know, to me, traditionally would have found a way to lose one of those. And so I'm glad that they didn't. Uh, Eli Manning, by the way, sacked 31 times through this uh, so far this season, the most in the NFL. Uh, obviously, there's some bonus, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bonus womp womp for the November lame. And if Mark was here, I was going to play... Uh, I think it was uh, All Star where they were like the shape of an L in their foreheads. I was totally going to play I that. Mean, <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't think you caught me laughing too hardly just now, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. totally going to play that, so I'm kind of disappointed. That, the Giants have, you know what, Mark? You know what's happened? The Giants, this is, this is almost just rude. Let me see if I can find the right, <laughs> the right song for him on this. No, 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 that's Death Leopard. There you go. The Giants have become the nickelback of the NFL. Oh. The only thing you've got is how you remind me of some past Super Bowl championships, man. That's it. That is ruthless. I told you it was mean. But, yeah, they're done. <laughs> they're done. The Giants. It's that, over. That, that whole era is over. It's It's over. It's a, and it and oddly enough, it's because they stuck with Eli too long. McAdoo uh, wasn't exactly a nut job. He was a terrible coach, but he had at least one good idea last year. Well, uh, he, he, <laughs> as Chris Carter Just might executed. say, McAdoo was the was, should have been the fall guy for Eli. Look, yes. they <laughs> they they did Eli wrong the way that they did it, but the writing was yeah. on the wall, and they should yeah. have. What they should have done is moved on from him in the off season. Now, granted, you know, like Eli has a no trade clause. I understand that part of it, uh, but their window of opportunity was to say, you know what? Thank you for the memories. It's time for us to reboot this. Please, oh, you know, we'll let you walk. Go, go somewhere and try to do whatever you do for the next couple of years. Their they, problem they is they, they live they live with the Manning family and they die with the Manning family. I know. Well, Archie doesn't want to send his boy off to. Jacksonville or, you know, some small market, which is exactly how the Giants ended up with him in the first place. Yeah. He didn't want to go to San Diego. Well, say, to be fair, San Diego was a dumpster fire at that point. Sure. Um, well, yeah. Oh, I mean, they were. They were. They were. And I, I don't I don't think – I'm trying to remember the GM's name. Uh, dude was an, uh, an asshole. And I can't think – was it uh, uh, AJ – what do we used to call him? No Rings? Uh, oh god, I can't think of the. I just name. remember. I remember the owner. I remember the yeah. GM. 
that yeah. Either way, it's okay. I mean, they, they had some struggles. So yeah, oh, from San Diego. Yeah, um, I thought it was AJ something or other, but maybe I'm wrong we, about that. We called him No Rings. Yeah, yeah. We it, we we definitely dropped the No Rings thing on him. No, nah, I mean that stuff was kind of you know odd. Um, at this point, I'm not going to hate so much on him about that. He ended up at, a, you know, he could handle the New York media, the New York market, and obviously he got some rings um, at the expense of your Patriots, but certainly yeah, some... AJ Smith. Uh, AJ <laughs> No Ring Smith, that's right. There you go. Yep. Yeah, well, yeah. But the way the team is built, it, it's his time. You know, they're, they're not built to, to, no. to help him manage the end of his career. And, you know, Peyton wasn't... Peyton at the very end like his mind was still there his body was not but the Broncos were built in a way well that defense literally dragged him to that title that team was built in a way that they didn't have to lean on him he just needed an occasional moment you know what I mean Uh, I mean to be fair uh what's his name the other the other quarterback who Brock Brock Cockbrock has Brock. definitely made a career off of yeah. what happened that year. Well, maybe Brock uh, yeah. Osweiler can go to the Giants next year. That'll be good. <sighs> well, look, Kyle Loletta needs look. Kyle needs to stop run, trying to run over cops. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, yeah, their backup QB situation is trash right now. Yes. Well, I, I hear the uh, Giants are going to bring in Nathan Peterman so he can break Eli's oh interception my God. record. They might do that, dude. Loletta, what are you doing, bro? Are you trying to end up on an episode of Cops? The hell? Oh, what was that that night we watched Cops, Justin? (laughs) Oh my god, that was great. (laughs) (sighs) We were drinking beers and watching Cops. It was good. And what did he say? Say no to crack or something? I don't know. Look, (laughs) don't smoke crack. If you're what, yes, the the guy was like, don't smoke crack. Uh, Look, if you're watching an episode of Cops. Understand that it's going to star Florida man or Florida woman at some point during yes. the episode. It's yes. it, it's inescapable. So uh, I don't watch it, but I've heard of it because you know we're in a new era now. Cops was always filmed, and you know you would see it like months after it happened. Apparently, A and E has a show called Live PD, yep. which is basically cops with like uh-huh. a webcam or a body cams. You get to watch them ride along in that city live that night. Wow. I haven't watched it yet, but I could imagine there are some sports brew drinking game possibilities Oh, my there. God. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, Lord. We, we might have to set that up. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe do a live podcast or a, a, a live retelling a, a of li- one of those a, a live feed of, of uh, cops. <laughs> what, what was it called? Live PD ride along. Live PD, yeah, that's what we need. The live PD sports brew ride along. That just sounds dangerous. We do get an extra hour of sleep. Well, allegedly get an extra hour of sleep. Uh, Shannon, I got two dogs. I I don't want to hear about your damn dogs. Shannon, you you and I I got kids. We're not not getting extra. I got dogs. Man, fuck out of here. Hey, if if your kid stubbed her toe and broke it, she would have told you. Here I am. Lime medication because we thought our dog had lime. No, no, she just broke her toe. <sighs> and you know what, Landy? I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send you toe. a bag of Mary Jane candy. How about that? I live in Massachusetts. I can get a different kind of. Mary I'm not. Jane. T- <laughs> I wasn't going there. Oh. I wasn't going there. I wasn't going there. So, <laughs> thank you. Didn't by have the way. To, I will. <laughs> Way to go. 
<laughs> Did y'all see? Um, oh my god! I was reading today on BBC. They were saying that someone gave kids drugs, and That's like terrible. the best comments were, "Who in their right mind's gonna give kids three hundred dollars worth of drugs? No one's gonna do that. This is bullshit." So, yeah, I saw that too. It ha- uh, there was but, one in Maine. They're probably and, Bills fans that throw dildos on the field. <laughs> probably those guys. So there was one in Maine, and it's legal in Maine. And it was like a 14-year-old kid that shouldn't have been trick-or-treating anyway. Uh, but anyway, he like came home and claimed to his parents, Oh yeah, someone threw this bag of weed in my, in my trick-or-treat bag. Come on, dude. No, your parents caught you with weed and you scapegoated some old guy down the block and claimed he threw it in there instead of your Kit Kat. Nice try. Nice try. Nice good job, good effort. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There you go. Oh, Randy, Randy, hold on. I got, I got something for you, man. I was I was refreshing a page on For the Win. Nick Mullins had a post-game speech, bro. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. When we won against the Cowboys, we came to this locker room, I said. Hey, let, let, me, let me fix that. Hold on a second. I hit the wrong uh, adjustment knob there. As you can tell by the fact everything went... <laughs> <laughs> that, that, hit, hit the wrong knob, man. Hit the wrong knob. Is that what she said? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Only if it was a transgender, like Korean. Never mind. Hold on. I'm gonna have to delete. Oh, I'm, no. I'm gonna have to delete all that out. You would have had a rough time in the Navy, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me try it again. Hold on. Uh, wow, my ears hurt from that thing blowing up in my headphones. All right, here we go. When we won against the Cowboys, we came to this locker room. I said, it's only preseason, but that's why we play the game. Yeah. Listen, preseason, and that's why we play the game. All right, that wasn't as good as I was hoping for. That's not Loletta running over a cop good, but you know what? <laughs> For Nick Mullins, <laughs> Nick Mullins getting his first win and, and rocking the Raiders. We'll give him some love for that. So, there you go. Well, apparently, uh, Favre called him during the uh, while he was on studio set with NFL Network. Nice. Well, thank God he didn't text him. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably a really good thing. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Flick my bick with Jen Sturger. <laughs> Just say it. Now, Nick. Now, Nick Mullins, do not be texting Jen Sturger. <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Although I think her heyday has come and gone. A side note, I do love the fact that Juju Smith-Schuster went trick-or-treating dressed up as himself in his Steelers uniform. That's, nice. That's fantastic, by the way. Yep. One, one of the guys I work with, has uh his license plate on this car is is like Juju Smith Schuster themed. It's pretty funny. He has Juju something or other on. I don't know what he wrote, but he has Juju as part of it. Obviously a big Steelers fan. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, side note: since we bitched at Tom Montgomery earlier, you know, I saw this. And I, I thought this is mm-hmm. at least worth a mention. Um, it turns out that Todd Montgomery actually did something like this uh, in college. He was once tackled by a teammate for attempting <laughs> to take a deep kick in the Fiesta Bowl for trying to take that out. What? Yeah, he was tackled Stanford, by... Stanford, right? Yeah, Stanford Cardinals. He got tackled by a teammate for trying to do one of these dumb things. Uh. <laughs> yeah. 
There you go. So what you're saying is he's not going to get picked up by the Patriots. Uh, no. no. That's not a no. Bill Belichick kind of no. guy. No, that is not. No. He, he is. He, no. no. Not Belichickian. That is a big he fat is negative. Not about situational football. No. 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 That that's just that's stupidity. Uh oh. Rain. Uh, ooh, was it Mostert you were talking about with the injury? Yeah, I, I saw the uh, replay of that, and I was just like, "Oh god, it was it just bleh. it was nasty." Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch the replay while we're recording. Let's just say the forearm should not bend like that. Is this a Feisman? Oh, uh, is that the broken arm? Is this a Feisman esque uh-huh. kind yeah, of injury? Yeah, I heard about that. Is it one of a those? 90 degree angle. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so, oh, no. so here's one you might like, Randy. I put it in the um, the chat. The uh, well, the the chat for the Skype tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. The Raiders. They had a little fun with the Wikipedia. Let's see, Nick I'm Mullins. Uh, that that they went off on the Oakland Raiders, and someone edited their Wikipedia page tonight and said they played their last game November first, twenty eighteen. Against the San Francisco 49ers. And the backup quarterback completely dominated them. The Raiders no longer compete in the NFL. Nice. Someone went on Wikipedia and basically killed the Raiders tonight. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, I mean, if the four, look, this season, the way it's been, they got, they got killed by the Niners. They deserve to get killed on Wikipedia. Hey, uh, I did see yeah. a, their new logo. It's. R A I E R S because they don't have the D anymore. Nice. <laughs> Going with the Wikipedia theme. Apparently, on uh, when Steve Pierce was the MVP in the uh, World Series, he was elected the mayor of Los Angeles and the new owner of the Dodgers. There you go. <laughs> so nice. w- w- Wikipedia tagging is the new thing in sports when when the team does something. Some some of the Wikipedia edit, edits uh, are classic. glorious. Gotta love it. Yeah, they're so funny, man. They're so funny. They're so funny. All right, uh, real quick rundown. Real quick rundown. Uh, kudos to the Redskins for handling the Giants. It was ugly, but hey, man, you got the job done. Uh, Panthers Ravens surprised me a little bit. I thought the Ravens were going to give them uh, certainly give them a better game than that. And I will say this: pleasantly surprised at the pairing of Norv Turner and Cam Newton. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, so far, I, so good. Yeah, so far, better than expected, and that's probably more a reflection of my opinion of Cam Newton, specifically working with a guy like, you know, like North Turner, and perhaps yeah. that's, that I'm throwing a little shade as a Redskins fan that lived through North Turner, uh, <laughs> but good for them. Good for mm-hmm. them. If you're a Panthers fan, there's some upside. They still have some things to work out. Uh, Saints-Vikings, I thought this game was a hoot. We were watching it, and then I had to take Whitfield home. So in the period of time that we left my house, like this game was really competitive, by the way. And I can't believe that this was the sixth straight win for the Saints, and Breeze only passed for 120 yards. Insane. But when Whitfield and I are watching this, game's really close, Blah blah blah. We're like, ah, you know, we'll just I'll just run you home, no big deal. So in this window of time where I go to run Whitfield home, Thielen fumbles a freaking ball where they're getting ready to score, right? Saints end up, you know, they return to the big chunk of the field and it sets up a touchdown drive. Kamara punches one in with a I think a one yard touchdown run. Mm-hmm. Um so it goes from thirteen ten with the Saints about ready to score a touchdown, or excuse me, the Vikings about ready to score a touchdown to a turnover, a Saints touchdown, seventeen thirteen Saints. 
And then while we're still driving to his apartment, um, the Saints are up 20 to 13. And Cousins throws a ball to Diggs, who for some unex- – I don't know what the hell was going through that dude's head. He stops right – he pulls up on his route. And so the DB, I think it was Williams, grabs the damn pick and just trucks off for a pick six. So we go from this really competitive close game to just fail buckets in the ride home. So seriously, Minnesota, seriously, seriously, <laughs> that's what you did. Way to go, guys. Um, as far as the Patriots and the Bills, the best thing I can say about this game is dildo. Uh, yes, and, sir. <laughs> dildo, it's fa- we hit the over. Hit, they did. They hit the over. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure lots of tables suffered from this one. But, you know, I, I, this is one that I watched on the DVR. I'm not going to lie. I fast-forwarded through yeah. a lot of this game. I was surprised, pleasantly surprised that Buffalo kept it as close as they did for as long as they did. And then, of course, Buffalo going to Buffalo – they had a an almost touchdown get overturned, and then next thing you know, there's there's an interception. I can swear that ended up being a pick six, but it just it got away from them in a hurry. <laughs> so there was a little talk around here about both Buffalo and New England not tipping their hands mm-hmm. as far as the offensive play calling. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you watch the beginning of the game, Buffalo was like going wildcat, yeah, triple option, flea flicker, all that good stuff, and the Patriots were definitely not in rhythm until at least like the third quarter yeah and they were you know down a few people anyway michelle wasn't in and that right. that sort of stuff i i think because it was a division game i think it was a little bit of holding your cards close to the vest down the stretch kind of classic belichick he knew he i mean it's the bills he, he kind of knew he'd beat the bills he didn't want to put too much out there. It's kind of like that fourth preseason game. You don't want to open up the playbook. Right. Well, Brady's what, 29-3 and three versus Buffalo? I yeah. mean, it's something ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's yeah. it's between him and Rodgers versus the Bears. It's it's one of those most wins versus your yeah. division rival. It's, it's it's a ridiculous record. Yeah, and yeah it's up yeah. there. Yeah, Brady's like 15-2, and two, I think, all time in Buffalo, but 29-3. and three. Versus yeah, it's Buffalo. one of those, and yeah. like the one or two they won is like week seventeen when yes. there was nothing to play for. I, he played like one drive and went and home. The, right. the lawyer Malloy game, right? Yeah, yeah that sounds yeah. right. They lost twenty eight to three, and then they came back and won the other one twenty eight to three. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty yeah. sure that the twenty nine victories against Buffalo is like the most victories any quarterback, like in NFL history. I think it's the most victories by any Another single opponent, player yeah. versus a singular yep. opponent. Yeah. It's right up there. I think Rodgers is close to that with the Bears or the Vikings, but yeah. It's probably the Bears. Given how much E yeah. hates the Packers, it's probably the yeah. Bears. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. I have no doubt. Honestly, we've recorded long enough. We need to start shutting it down. Is yep. there anything that you that anybody would like about any of the games that anybody wants to mention? Going to be a fun Saturday for college football, guys. Statement Saturday. Alabama, LSU, Kentucky, Georgia. Looking forward to it. Thank you, sir. <laughs> got it. <laughs> Let's see. If you're going to talk a little college football, the only thing i got to say is Syracuse is going bowling. They're finally ranked for the first time since 2001. I'll take it. Very nice. For the first time, you can say that without making a, a, a pot reference. So I know, right? Good. So UMass needs to win out to go bowling, but... Their last game is against Georgia. Ooh. They can beat Liberty. They can beat BYU. 
but they're probably not going to beat Georgia. So I, I uh, next it. year, maybe, might be their first year bowling. <laughs> maybe. Kudos to UVA, by the way, for not sucking. I'm going to laugh. Uh, given the state of Virginia Tech football and how much they ha- hate on and bag on UVA, I think it would be righteously <laughs> funny if UVA takes down Virginia Tech. Uh, uh, this, this has season. to be the year. It feels like if it's going to uh, happen. This BC seems- is kind of a train right now, and Tech has to play BC this weekend, so the UVA game might not even really matter by then. It may not, but in state, yeah. in state. Oh yeah, it matters. Like the rivalry in state it matters because let me tell you oh, what, fans, Virginia dude. Tech. We, we oh, have yeah. lo- we have a lot of friends that are Hokies fans, bro. And let me my tell you what, my in-laws are both Hokie alum. It, it, you know, enjoying the victories over UVA has been a long time thing. Oh yeah, and to think now it's one thing that I, I still can't believe they can't figure out Georgia Tech. Just <laughs> trip, triple option, bro. Triple option, bro. <laughs> like that ex girl for a minute, it just works you over. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, but it's, it's, it's one thing, bro. It's, it's one, it's one thing to go. All right. UVA is decent. It's another thing for Hokies fans to think that this is the year that, I mean, that's kind of like, that's like nightmare on Elm street level for them. Right. I mean, think about that, you know, I mean, and, and BC, but God bless BC is probably going to be, that's probably going to be some fugly rough and tumble fist to cuffs ass game. But to eat it to UVA, come on, bro. That's like hokey nightmare. I'm gonna laugh. if that happens, I'm gonna laugh. Don't forget well, my, my wife's I believe from- it's at BC, so it's yeah. a distinct possibility. Especially, you know, all us drunken mass holes with the the ball of energy that that is the Red Sox World Series championship right yeah, now. God. You got all them frat boys in there with their one dollar natty lights. It, mm. Game on. Game on, buddy. Natty, baby. Natty. <laughs> One thing I did want to mention, Eagles-Jaguars, by the way. Eagles-Jaguars. The London games, I'm glad they're done. That was the last one for the season, wasn't it? I believe, I'm pretty sure. I hope. I, I hope so. I, I, oh, I think they announced <clears> the schedule <throat> for next year. I want to say it's just four. Apparently, I, they're moving to a different stadium. They're not doing Wembley. Yay. They're going to like Tottenham or whatever. Some The One guy who owns the... Jaguars owns a Shotgun. soccer team over there. Yeah, Tottenham. Yeah, and that's going to be the new NFL stadium for their London games. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't mind an occasional one. I just, you know, let me tell. You, it's a long day. If you wake up and you're like, I yeah. gotta watch football, and you watch the because when when do they kick off? Nine thirty EST, I think. I mean, it, it's <laughs> kind of cool, and I don't know. Shannon probably didn't do this because. The Navy school wasn't in San Diego at the time when he came in. Mm-hmm. But when I came into the Navy, the IT school that we did was in San Diego. Mm-hmm. So I, I had that West Coast experience, that whole 10 a.m. kickoff for all the 1 o'clock games. And it's kind of nice. It, it was kind of nice. Yeah, but, well, 9.30 would have been. That, game, that football game would have yeah. been over the 6.30 well, over I mean, there. When a good game kicks off yeah. at, at that time of day that's cool but yeah. yeah when they're throwing some of them turds at you it's not <laughs> yeah. as not as fun i don't know if eagles jaguars counted skip as a it. turd yeah, but you skip it yeah pretty close but uh what I, I wish mark was here for this one but <laughs> that's okay look anyway it, you get into the fourth quarter at 17 15 eagles have the lead Wentz hits Ertz and the end zone to go up 24 15 and the jags actually did have a chance portals look they got down inside the 10 and uh portals 
just rocketed one to DJ Chark, right? And and Chark just plays hot potato with the ball and pity pats that thing <clears> out of the end zone, landing empty-handed. But I loved the fact that the announcers went, DJ Chark? Do-do-do-do! I loved it. Damn it! Loved it. At least it didn't go taco So I have to admit, I was expecting like the shark family for Halloween. Did not see any. Nobody. Oh, wow. We saw. We saw a few people. We saw. So one of the local newscasters around here, he had the Daddy Shark T-shirt, and his kid was the shark, mm-hmm. and his wife had the Mommy Shark T-shirt. But that was it. But I was fully expecting that to come through the neighborhood. I didn't see it. That song was, by the way, that song was originally published in June of 2016. It took two years to get that kind of traction. Ugh. Although it does have 1.8, uh, almost 1.9 million views. And now it's a snowball. Mm-hmm. Yay, internet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you gotta love the internet. Yeah, how many of those yeah. views were you, Justin? Uh, Ten thousand. <laughs> be careful. Oh, this will be this will be your intro song. Right. Be careful. This will be your intro song, Randy. <laughs> Don't f with me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we did see one family dressed up as the Incredibles. That one made me laugh. Um, nice. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with the PJ Masks or, or not. Your kids are too old for it, Shannon. But uh, Chloe was Owlette. And so we saw, there's three. There's Owlette, Catboy, and Gecko. Uh, Catboy is pretty self-explanatory. But we, we saw Catboy and we saw Owlette. We saw no, Gecko got no love. Zero. Zero. Plenty of Iron Man, plenty of Cap. Logan was Captain America, plenty of Captain America, uh, plenty of Black Panther. Didn't see any Incredible Hulks. Uh, didn't see any Deadpools. I'm actually surprised we saw no nobody dressed up as Deadpool. I figured there'd be somebody. I got a Deadpool. We we did have some Fortnite, yeah. which I actually had to ask because yeah, Lord. I had to ask. It, well, it, those are the ones we were joking about earlier and didn't get recorded, but the the ones that like had a thicker beard than me and you know <laughs> hey i just saw you park your car around the corner come okay. on dude like serious question though <laughs> serious question man like i was my mom my mom's house is in Carytown, and so I mean, that's where i grew up she still lives there and we like mm-hmm. to we like to go there for um halloween because i mean it, it's in the city it's population density so you got a city yep. block and it's like you know i mean it, <laughs> it, maximize I mean, that camp yeah dude they're side by side by side by side so even if you got the porch light test you're probably still getting you know, ten to fifteen houses of active candy goodies per block. I mean, it, it, it's mm-hmm. it's it's good. Yeah, population density, bro. Um, so it's a good way to go when you got little kids, man. But like, at what point? And I don't remember. You know what's funny is I can't remember how long I trick or treated. I don't quite recall when I said, "All right, I'm good." I think once I started working, I'm like, I don't care. I can buy candy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't care because um, I'll buy what I want as opposed to walking around and, and asking people for it. So I don't know, four, 13, 14, somewhere in that zone. I said the heck with it. But I like, think, yeah, like seventh grade, I think was my last one. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I don't even know. I don't so, know. and and here's an interesting one. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw it. It was the the. I don't know. It's that new mentality. There, there, there was a viral post. Mm-hmm. You know, don't get mad at the late teenagers, young adults trick or treating because. They're choosing childhood over partying and drinking and drugs. 
Yeah, that's kind of that. That uh, I don't know. Free that, candy, bro. It's that and and <laughs> yeah, en- enablement like, mentality. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like serious question though. Like, where do you think to cut? Like, realistically. I mean, if you've got your driver's license, you shouldn't be trick or treating, right? I mean, if, no. you, if you're old uh, enough yeah, to drive, that, that's got to be done, right? Around here, it's sixteen for permit, sixteen and a half for a license. Yeah, that, yeah. that's well above. I mean, I, I'm off. like, I'm thinking, like, I'm really trying hard, and I'm struggling to remember exactly how old I was. I think we still went out, we still went out on Halloween, but we didn't trick or treat. You get what I'm saying? Like, right, we, we right. yeah, yeah, we, we got did, dressed I think up. I did we, that like yeah. eighth grade. Yeah. Then after that, I was done. We still got dressed up and went out. But we didn't mm-hmm. like knock on doors and be like trick or treat. We did stupid yeah. crap. Like we kicked pumpkins over and we were assholes. But um, <laughs> yeah. so I've, I've got some stories that I won't tell because I don't need it. I don't need it to be memorialized I, I think in a the podcast. Limitations are good. So uh, yeah, probably, but it, you know, the, a neighbor might be like, "Oh, that's what you think, yeah. Wendy." A neighbor uh, might be like, "Oh, so it was pumpkin kicking is serious in Virginia, yeah. apparently." It was that <laughs> asshole that did it. Um, but it, you know, kind of, kind of, yeah, I mean, kind of thirteen-ish, middle school, early high school, and I, I think you're done. Yeah. But we still went out. We still got dressed up and went out. But I just don't think we trick or treated. You know, to me, it was like once once I was working, man. Like there was no point. But Shannon, I mean, your girls are getting a little bit older. At what point do you think you transition and you become like? the house where they hand out candy as opposed to going out to like trick or treat and get candy. Well, Lily, this was the first year Lily didn't go. She was helping a haunted woods. So she got to do that for this year. So Mm. I'd say I've got at least one, two more years with Katie and that's probably it. Cause she's a fifth grader. She she'll probably dress up next year. Cause she'll it's that first year in middle school. So you think seventh, eighth grade is about where that kind of peters out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, I, I think w- I'd, go ahead. I was gonna say I think that's uh, that'll probably be about the limit because I think Lily's done with it. Yeah, and I think Katie Katie likes being a kid, likes doing a lot of kid stuff. So I I would say at least two more years for her. Well, uh, when I was hanging out with my mom, we were drinking some beer. So we go we go over there. The kids changing in their costumes, and my kids are are two and four. Okay, so they're still really really little. They're really little. And so we were hanging on. My, my mom has a wraparound. She's in like a Victorian style house. So she has a big old wraparound porch. And so we're out there hanging out, man. We took a cooler over. We were drinking some beers on the porch. And I got kids that are coming up with beards. And I'm just like, <laughs> the beards and backpacks. I'm like, okay. Yep. I mean, I'm, I'm going to give you candy. But in my head, I'm thinking, you probably ought to let this go. You know what I mean? And I, I, that's not a song reference. I could play that, but that's, I, I, I don't do <laughs> nah, that. To, you're good. You're yeah, good. Nah, I don't yeah, do that yeah. to play the song, but it's like, Agreed. you're old, look, if you need to shave, if you for real have a beard, <laughs> if, if, if you, I, yeah, my wife and I were joking about that. If there, you would, there was at least one or two that had a better beard than me. Yeah. And look, we probably, if, if we had been paying attention, we would have seen him park his car around the corner. Yeah. I mean, yeah, bro. You got to shut it down, man. Yeah. You got to shut it down. Look, if Andrew, if the Civil War Andrew Luck Twitter account says your beard is nice, <laughs> you, you got to end it. You know what yeah, I mean? You got to break free of this cycle. Yeah, yeah, for real, dude. It, it's time to shut that bad boy down, man. We had kids with beards and backpacks. And I'm like, this, this is not even a, a jack-o'-lantern. It's yeah. not even a pumpkin. It's, I mean, this this kid has a backpack. I'm like, they're coming up to Carytown to stock up. You know what I I'm mean, saying? Up here it's a little different. It, get, it, it gets colder than you guys do. Yeah. So you know some of the the little kids they tap out a little earlier up here, and by I'm 
my town only does six to eight. So by about seven thirty, seven forty-five, then it became those kids. Yeah, it was the teenagers, you know, the beards and their voices deeper than yours. Hey, trick or treat! Those kids. And at that point, it was like you know, look, I'm gonna eat that candy if if you don't get it. So hey, ha- have some Reese's. Go ahead. Look, if Barry White goes trick or treat at my front right? porch, bro, it's done. Trick or treat, baby. Uh, trick or treat, man. Uh, yeah, trick like if chefs treat, if baby. chefs rolling up from South Park, right? trick or treat. Yeah, that's hey, too much, Germans. Man. Hey, Germans. It's too much, man. I look, yeah. I, I know some people will be like, well, you know, you got to think of, you know, kids that have this or that or blah, 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 blah. And that's cool. You know what? If, if your kids have some developmental disabilities or. We I, had a I, few I'm, of those. And, yeah. And, look, I'm not, I'm, you know, and I don't mean to say yeah. that to make light of that because I know some people no. will be like, hey, my kid, you know, there are kids that have X, Y, and Z that you have to let them. That's fine, man. I'm totally cool with that. And, but you what, know, I mean, those, those kids, you usually they are, know. They're, they're, they're spotable. Right. Um, it, Usually and, you, know, you kind of know. From, from our experience, they were out there with their parents yeah. or, you know, or some family member. Right. And you could tell. I mean, it, You knew. You, not you not know. to be rude. No, not to be rude you, at all. You can, spot, you can spot someone who is adult-sized but not, you know, they're, they're developmentally. Delayed. Delayed. Right. So, yeah. you know, those kids. and That's And cool. we absolutely, you know, we tried to ration out the candy so we were right. like one or two pieces per kid right but you know when one of the one of those kids came along i was like hey go ahead stick a hand in whatever you grab that's yours so you know those kids that that they got what you know all right so consensus that's here what, that's what they're there for consensus here is eighth grade range is kind of your upper end yep maybe it bleeds over a little bit in early high school but but you know seventh eighth ninth that should really be the end of it a barring an outlier scenario where you know th- there's some justific- additional justifications, but if a kid is needs to be a member of Dollar Shave Club, then it's probably time <laughs> to let it go, right? Yes. All right. If he's uh, got some razor burn, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I'm just curious because there was some Virginia town I forget who it was that there I think their ordinance was like it was twelve. Oh, Chesapeake. Yeah. Was it Chesapeake? Yeah, it was down that yeah. way. Yep. At the end of twelve. Yeah. Thanks, Chesapeake jerks mm. anyway i'm just saying anywho so I was, I was just looking for some dad advice we still have a ways to go but i'm i'm feeling that i'm feeling that all right uh last thing um shot that this is really for you shannon uh andrew look by the way that in that raiders colts debacle that was that madden-esque uh score 42 to 28 fun times um i will say i, I think we've lost track of uh one thing that's happened with the colts and andrew luck and that's it's actually encouraging because their record isn't great. I don't know what their upside is this season. He hasn't been sacked in 156 straight pass attempts, which is a monstrously significant improvement. So we well, gave, and now we've just jinxed it. Uh, thanks. Well, <laughs> thanks, Justin. Hey, look, drop back Sunday. Look, there you go. Drew Brees threw his first interception of the season last week. This is true. So Andrew Luck's going to be all right, and so will you know Civil War Andrew Luck's beard or whatever that hell that Twitter account is. They're going to be all right. <laughs> but I mean, Marlon Mack was ridiculous. Jack Doyle back. That's good. Uh, didn't they throw like a touchdown to three different tight ends or something goofy? Mo Ali yeah, Cox. Mo Ali Cox got a touchdown. Yeah, Ebron, and then Jack NFL Doyle. Record. Yeah, ridiculous. Three um, tight ends in one game. How about that? Whoa. 
That's how, that sounds like that sounds like a fun time. <laughs> I'm just saying. Triple option, baby. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Shannon knows the deal with that. Oh, come on, Winamp. There you go. Leroy Jenkins, baby. Leroy Jenkins. But we we have totally meandered and gotten lost at the end of this podcast, haven't we? Or are you sitting at like <laughs> That's okay. What can I say? What can I say except you're welcome? You're welcome. Anyway, all right, uh, let's go ahead and shut this bad boy down, man. Let's get the hell out of here. Uh, kudos, by the way, to Larry Fitzgerald catching his 112th career touching. Uh, or, or, <laughs> touch, woo. His touching, huh? Whoa! Hey. His 112th <laughs> career <laughs> receiving touchdown pass, which uh, he got past Tony Gonzalez for seventh place all time. And I like how it became a big deal that he spiked the ball. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, but kudos to him. I don't know how he's managed to catch 112 touchdowns playing for the freaking Cardinals. That alone, he deserves Hall of Fame consideration just for that. Because uh, yeah. if, if he was with a more competent team, he's probably at like 150 by now. Well, let's be honest. I mean, if, if he brought all the quarterbacks with him to the Hall of Fame, he'd probably need a bus. <laughs> for real. For real. They've, they've had a lot of big bags of suck. <laughs> You know, you know what I mean? Like, just unbelievable. But uh, kudos to you, bud. Oh, all right, guys. I'm out of another beer. It's done. So, much like Ty Lue getting the boot out of Cleveland, we got to boot this podcast. We're out of here. <laughs> well, I was going to say, uh, the nice explosion in Cleveland with the firing of Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley. Look, Hugh's gone. Haley's gone. Ty Lue's gone. Hey, Rick Patino, maybe you should go to Cleveland, bro. Okay. <laughs> There you go. Who, who but only was, for fifteen seconds. Yeah, who was who was the guy, was it, was uh? <laughs> hey, look, it's a pump and go. He shoots his score. Pump and go, buddy. Pump and go. Uh, Two minute drill. Only yeah, fifteen. There it is. Seconds. Yo, it's a quick, it's a quick hitter, man. <laughs> Just, can Rick Pitino be in an Olive Garden commercial with like? <laughs> can he? Like, It'd be one of those ones that they did during the World Series, yeah, like right? between oh at bats. Those like little fifteen second commercials. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rick, notice how I look, keep going back to that. Yeah, that that seconds. that mofo would be in one of those damn commercials that shows up. You know what I hate these days is the fact that it's one thing to have commercials in between an inning or in between. I don't know, like after a touchdown, before a kickoff. But God bless, do they have to stick the damn ads in the middle of the game? Like you're sitting there watching somebody on the mound. And, and, and I don't mean like Verlander and Upton, okay? That's a, <laughs> I'm just saying. But you know, like you sit there watching no, something, and, and they and they split screen to dance. Remember when you had TVs with pitcher and pitcher, and that was like yep. a really oh, cool thing. Yeah. Okay, that was really awesome. But I don't what I what is not uh, awesome. The YouTube TV stuff drove me nuts. Oh, what is not yeah? What is not awesome is when they split it and they so they give you this little little part of the live action and then like yep. two thirds of your screen yeah, is they a freaking it off ad. to a split screen or they did the <sighs> augmented reality thing. Oh my god! And tried to like uh, they made it look like it was a billboard above the green monster no. or something. It's just yeah, gross. no, no, gross. Just, just stop. stop, stop that crap. <laughs> Not cool, man. Not kosher. Yep. Not cool. It, it's no deal. No deal. It's a, it's a, no. Don't do it. 
Don't do it. Don't do it. Anyway, all right. Well, let's get the Oh, my God. We did three hours. Good God. All right. Let's get the hell out of here. We're the Sports Brew. Uh, final thoughts, Lindy. I'm looking forward to the Sunday night football. Uh, Rodgers and Brady for odd quirks of the NFL schedule. Only the second time ever. And this time at Gillette, I'm looking for it to be a shootout and pass by three. There you go. Final thoughts. Shannon, what you got for me? Week that was, week that will be. Kentucky, Georgia, Saturday at 3.30. Kentucky has the opportunity for the first time ever to clinch the East and go to the SEC Championship. I mean, it's a tall order against uh, Georgia and all them athletes, but that defense, man, the second half against Missouri and Drew Locke, who's like one of the more prolific quarterbacks in SEC history, Mm -hmm. zero first downs in that second half. Oh, my. Yeah, that defense is no joke. Randy, final thoughts. Week that was, week that will be. Well, I know a lot of people are saying Packers, Patriots can be the game of the week this week, but don't let don't let uh, Rams Saints get get by you. Cause I thought you were going to tell me that it was 49ers Raiders. Dude, no, Ram, Ram Saints could be legit. Ram Saints, that, that's a good uh, playoff. This, I mean, this could game. very well yeah. be an NFC yeah. Championship yeah. preview could be. right yep. here. Or at least so, home field seating. Exactly. So definitely make sure you check this game out. Yep. Legit. Legit. And I guess, all right, I'll, I'll wrap this bad boy up, man. Uh, trade deadline was super entertaining. Again, I can't <laughs> believe if there's any more anybody more appropriate to, to end up in freaking D.C. other than Clinton Dix. I don't know if it could have <laughs> happened. That was just glorious. Raging. That was just glorious, man. I'm happy that Demarius Thomas ended up in Houston. I like that. It's a shame that Will Fuller can't stay healthy, but um, I, I think that was a good move. It's curious to me that the, that that we have so much action in the NFL because historically, I feel like nobody ever traded, or maybe there were a couple of things that happened. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like the trade deadline's actually gotten more relevant. I was surprised that Golden Tate getting moved from Detroit. Not that Philly went after him, just that Detroit actually moved them. Surprised at that. Uh, and one of my favorite things of the week. One of my favorite things of the week, and it's stupid and it's dumb. Uh, but two things, two things that that are on here. Uh, number one, I didn't know. Remember Zach Miller last year with that injury, tearing his knee up on that uh, yeah. what should have been a touchdown. Yep. Uh, I yeah. did. Yeah. I did not know that the Bears actually re-signed him and they put him on the pup list. Mm-hmm. I, d- I didn't realize that. So kudos to Chicago. That's a class. I mean, that's that that's an or that's a good move from an organizational standpoint. That that that's a cool move. I was reading about that. He that guy is, is like working with film and working with the coaches and doing this other stuff. Man, I don't know. You hope he recovers. Whether or not he ever plays football, who, again, who knows? But I think from an organizational standpoint, that was the right decision. Kudos to to the Chicago Bears for doing that and doing right by Zach Miller. Number one. Other thing I thought was pretty funny. Hopefully, I have this pulled up and I can get right to it. And apparently, I don't. That's a fail on me. I'm looking for it. That's crap. Boo. Not cops. I don't need more cops. That's not what I'm looking for. Oh, man. Uh, Florida man. Giants backup quarterback. Well, we thought, yeah, yeah, Luletta. Oh, I can't find it. Oh, that's disappointing. That's terrible. Now, Bill's fan throws dildo. Nothing new about that. We already (laughs) talked about that. Oh, well. 
I thought I had that tab open and either I can't find it or it's just gone. So I'm not going to worry about it. Hell with it. Uh, <laughs> so I guess, well, I can't really end on Bill's fan and dildo, can I? <laughs> you could, but I, mean, but I don't recommend pro- yeah, it. Yeah, um, probably you know, not. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, you've probably done worse. That's a hard ending, bro. I don't know. <laughs> In more ways than one. Well. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Give us a few minutes to settle down, you know, soften, pull off. I bet Brian Botano would smuggle a dildo into a Bills game. But how? Blame Canada. He'd smuggle dildos in? That's what Brian Botano would do? He'd smuggle dildos into a Bills-Patriots game. Who knew? No, no, no. no. They're bildos now. Bildos. Bildos. (laughs) I hope somebody has registered that website and is selling dildos branded as bildos. Well, it is already a hashtag. Would the NFL NFL go after the firm (laughs) selling selling bildos? Uh, I see what you did there. Would they? Do you think they could realistically mm-hmm. try to sue them, take them to court? I mean, I think the penalties would be stiff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the NFL would go hard after them. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, on that note, let's get the hell out of here. Uh, this is the podcast. That <laughs> oh my god! Ends. No, it, apparently not. It's like they anyway, never like that Red Sox game. Yeah, That's yes. exactly what I was thinking. This, this is World the World Series game three. Yes. This is our monstrosity. There you go. You're welcome. You got lots of bildos along the way. Not quite 331, but Not, yeah. No, late enough. It's almost three. That's that's enough. I got to be up in three hours. Yay for me. Uh, so anyway, look, I tell you what, let's wrap up and get out of here. Uh, we're the Sports Brew. I'm the captain. I've been joined tonight by the one and only Lindy. Thanks for popping in, man. Had fun with you. Uh, <laughs> rest up. Enjoy your dunk in tomorrow over the course of the day. You're probably going to need it. Uh, Randy, I'm glad that you finally woke up and showed up, so kudos to you. Whitfield, thanks for popping in for a few minutes. Mark, way to go, November lane, bro. Good job, good effort, or not. You're like the Chicago... Uh, the Chicago you're like the Cleveland Browns of the podcast, by the way. Um, that's not nice. A side note, I can swear I saw a stat that said the last time the Browns beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, Tim Couch was the quarterback. Holy wow. hell. Woo! Wow. That's crazy. And Shannon, bro, as always, man, a pleasure, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. So, look, from all of us to all of you, enjoy the football, whether it's college, pro, whatever the case may be, man. Enjoy the weekend. Have a great time. As always, keywords are sports and brew. Look us up. You can track us down, man, whether that's Twitter, Facebook, or any other bag of randomness that's out there, man. Uh, find us on our home feed on Podbean, liveofsportscaster.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio. And a couple other like randos that carry us, man. So thanks for randos that carry us. But uh, look, from all of us, all of you, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the football. Enjoy the games. And we will catch you on the flip side. From all of us, all of you, good night. Peace out now. Night. Late. See ya. Good night, fellas. All right. <laughs> good night, Lindy. See you, Late. Have a good one, man. <laughs> <laughs>